Guys, after four long weeks of rankings, debates, arguments, slander, we have finally reached the last position of our off-season position rankings. Today, we're going to rank the top 30 centers in the NBA. It's going to be great. How are y'all feeling? We're going the series out with a bang. is nearly complete. I feel we're great. We're going out with a bang. <laughs> I think that I'm the most excited for this specific list, just because with the center position, there's so many just like different jobs that centers have to do. So we're all gonna mm. va- we're all gonna value everything differently. There's good. I I think we're gonna have the best debate, the the best you know conversations in this in yeah. this episode. I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> I already know people are gonna get very mad at me because your favorite center that scores a lot of points with his asset defense. I promise you, I ranked him way lower than you wanted me to. Whichever yeah, one it is. Exactly. So. I, I feel like there's only really three. You could argue four types of centers in the NBA. You're either running dunk man. You have a bag offensively, but you got cement for hands or cement for feet. And then also you have your like upper echelon, Jokic and Bead, you know, which are yeah. a tier of our own. Yeah, right. this this position definitely has the smallest top tier. But there's yeah. a few three stars that are like really great. Then after that, quickly falls to like maybe low level all star. So it should be yeah. it should be fun. Yeah, and exactly. this is actually episode 49 of the show. Next week is episode 50. I'm not going to give away what we got cooking, but we got something special cooking. And I'll just say, be on the lookout for things across our socials, things on community posts, videos coming out. Something special is coming for episode 50. I'll tell you all that. We dropping the OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Stop spoiling the surprise. Stop spoiling the surprise. Should we get crazy? Should we get a producer to kill on there? Show feet. <laughs> down. <laughs> he said down. <laughs> let's move. Let's move. Let's move. Let's yeah. go. Let's start. Let's start the top 30 list right now. As always, I'll start mine off setting my top or bottom five. And let's just go. At number 30, I have Mason Plumley, Plum Dog Millionaire. At 29, I have Christian Wood. 28, Mitchell Robinson, who I really struggle to rank. 27, Kavon Looney. And 26, Nurkic. How do y'all feel? Man, Nurkic well, for 26 feels too low. Yeah, I ended up picking some guys above him that get less playing time than him, but I just think are better. And if given... I, th- I thought about it this way, that so many of these guys are similar and play similar roles, just do typical center shit, that I was thinking if they were to be in their shoes of the guy that has more opportunity, would he produce at the same level or more? That's kind of how I thought about it. Like, spoiler alert, yeah. I have Nas Reed above, above him. You don't see Nas Reed yet? He's higher. I think yeah. if you put Nas Reed next to Lillard, getting him 36 minutes a night, he'd perform much better than Nurkic does. I agree. I agree. I, I'll say this. I think I think Mitch is too low, and I think Kavon is too low. Wow. You think Kavon Looney is too low? I do. I think Kavon is like, he does, the offensive rebounding that Kavon Looney provides is just so valuable. And the fact that like you can put him out on a switch and he's not gonna he's not getting cooked every single time and you can like you can you can move him around defensively he provides value there i just like he he just seems better to me than just like a replacement level center yeah i think it's pretty easy to look good when you're playing as a draymond green and have to do very specific roles because he handles a lot of the defensive end in in the inside i think he's it's kind of like how people say that Draymond is perfectly built to succeed on the Warriors, but you put him on another team, he's going to be worse. That's a little bit overstated with Draymond because he's really talented. But I feel similarly about Looney. And I actually think that if you were to put him on like the Pistons or some shit, he would look extremely regular. So 
Now you're I wrong. tried to account for a little bit. <laughs> you're, you're wrong. I think I think if you put <laughs> I think if you put Looney on on the Pistons, or if you put him in, like if you put him in Charlotte in a place where they actually need a big man, he would eat, and he would and he, he would, would be, eat, and he would be wow. very very good. I just don't see Looney eating. I think Looney will be Looney no matter what. Maybe if you want to say that, sure, I can agree with that. I just don't know if he has much to give outside of what he gives now. I think him being asked to give very little but do that extremely well is the best case scenario for him. I don't really see him scaling to doing more with the team that needs it. But I, I see why I see why you respect him. He's been really yeah, good in his role. Yeah, and it, it did it doesn't even have anything to do about the like the reason why I'm high on him to go like if he were to go anywhere else and and thrive is because his game has absolutely nothing to do with offensive bag and that <laughs> that that travels really really well when mm-hmm. when all you have to do is like stay in front of somebody see ball get ball like when that's your only thing to do you can do that on all 30 teams in the league and so it's not a matter of oh how do you fit in here how do you how do you affect the chemistry are you going to mess up the offense or anything like that no every offense needs every team needs a player like like Looney and so I, that's why yeah. I, I would have him higher I that think I, I keep him a lower because I think he is not a threat in the pick and roll at all he's not asked to be there Draymond runs the pick and roll with Steph because they don't need the, the spacing because Draymond's like the best short roll passer of all time he can yeah. kick it to Looney down low if you're not next to a four who's that incredible passer that can beat the screener and Looney's just like rolling to the rim slow as shit not being a vertical threat at all not being a scoring threat whatsoever you can't park him in the dunker spot if you have like Cam Johnson at your four you know what I mean so I just feel like his offensive woes would shine a lot more on a team that isn't the Warriors system. You also got to give him the chance. I I also believe in him. I think that if it, I you know listen, I'm wow, just I'm just high. Is, I'm just high on Kevon Looney. I'm I'm a very big fan. This I, I, I will be the one to slander here. If you, if you love him, go ahead. Yeah, this man is pushing to put Kevon Looney in his, on his own team propaganda. You're disgusting. <laughs> Easy. You just said you would cook on the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's gross bro he would feast <laughs> what do you even mean by that <laughs> nine points is cooking <laughs> nice i told you i told you his his bag has nothing to do with offense it has nothing to do with, with good points then why would he eat huh then why would he eat <laughs> what does kavan eating look like <laughs> the hornets need somebody who can they need somebody who can get rebounds they need somebody who can be a five for them and be serviceable i think that if you put him there hornets fans will love him the hornets would be better with kavan looney at their five than True. um than, than what they have right now i i think he upgrades a lot of situations and as you'll see with the rest of my list with a lot of these centers, yeah. it's it's very it's like it's kind of vibe based. Like there's like like every, everybody <laughs> because because everybody has a specific role, and unless you are in the you know top, I don't know seven eight, it, we'll we'll say right. Unless you are there, like Mo said, you're either running dunk man or you have an offensive bag, but you have cement for feet, or you're the complete opposite, and you're very specific. So. I just yeah. need to like you on my team and you need to just be able to See, do your job. And Looney can do uh, both of those things at a high, high level. I Fair hate enough. that I'm having this conversation, but you're right. But a team like the Charlotte Hornets are just a terrible example because what? who they have and their style, how they play. So like right. next someone, if you have someone like LaMelo Ball, no, yes, Terrell right. Zier and shit like that, like you'd rather have a lob threat, which is like Mark Williams and, you know, like... That's just overall better than what Kevon Lumley has to offer. I feel like if you put him on a team 
I don't know, some team that do, that isn't relied on a lot fit, then I absolutely 110% agree. If he was on the Lakers, he would be great. He would be eating bro, next to bro. AD for sure. Bro, I do not, I do <laughs> not want to see an AD front court. Listen, Fucking kill me. The Hornets had Terry Rozier and Kelly Oubre chucking shots. They were missing a whole bunch. I'm telling you, Kevon Looney can get offensive rebounds and turn those <laughs> into points. You need to send them to a team where they miss a lot of shots, and Charlotte is good for missing shots. <laughs> they miss a lot of shots. Charlotte is good for that. This Put him on the Rockets. <laughs> oh my goodness. Playoff team. This man right, this is to too much high school Looney talk. Yeah, I love Mo, it. Do you, have an, do you have an issue with this five at all, Mo? <laughs> I like where you have Plumlee. I like where you have Mitchell Robinson. I like where you have... I mean, Wood, I don't really care enough to have a serious argument about him, but mainly like it's him and then also Nurkic. I think those two are a little bit more solid than what they're giving credit for on this list. Yusuf Nurkic, like, I don't know why, but he's just, like, the most stale NBA player that you can think of, specifically center, because, like, yeah. he's not moving the needle, and he's on a team with, the like, the Portland Trailblazers who who can get anything, who will accept anything and everything and anything that any player has to offer them because they're just a broke boy organization. But I think of him, like, yo, if you put him on a team like the Golden State Warriors, he might produce a little bit better in terms of, like, well, he might give them a little bit more compared to what someone like Kevon Looney has given them, you know? So I'm like, I don't think that he yeah. deserves to be in this range in his held back. I don't I'm, think he's held back by a situation at all. I think he's just washed, oh, to be no. honest. I think the injury sapped him. He's a little bit slower than he was before. Jumps a little bit less high. Does everything a little bit worse now. And I think he's just mid as hell, like, honestly. Hey, I'm taking that That 16, 15 points a game is very solid, very reliable. Does he average 16 he's, still? He's not at that anymore. I think he averaged like 13 no, you or have, 14. You have 2016 Yusuf Nurkic in your head. Exactly. No. He's not He's not that anymore. Dude, not, not he, started shooting, he started shooting threes this year too. I think he shot like two threes a game. Stop, stop, stop. stop. You, yeah, he did. <laughs> that's, 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 that's interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I think he's more he, solid than you're giving Kruger for. Which is why he's a top thirty center, right? He's replacement yeah. level. He's solid. Like he's not, he's not forty. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. we see the names above him. I think I just gave credit to guys who I think have a little bit more to give if they're given the opportunity. Like I have Okongwu ahead of him. Spoiler alert: If you're starting a team and you're not taking Okongwu over Nurkic, like what the fuck are we talking about? I True. just think like and he'll always a be bench fine. Player. Yeah, exactly. And there's a few of those guys above him. Well, we'll get yeah, to that. Okay. I ain't, I ain't. You want to, you want to send your next five? Yeah, yeah, I'll put I'll put my my next five in there. So at thirty, I have at thirty I have Nurkic. Um, at twenty nine I have Christian Wood. At twenty eight I have Anyeka Nkongu. Twenty seven Shangun, and at twenty six I have Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> you have Shangun yeah. at twenty seven. So you have Nurkic at thirty. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think. Okay. I, yeah, gripes. Okay. Uh. Woodman's good. Nurkic is good. Okongu, I have a little higher, but I get it. He doesn't have the opportunity. Okongu so needs to be to higher. Oh my yeah, goodness! But he, no, he doesn't. He doesn't need to be. He can be. He, but needs, I don't think to he be. needs to be. He, he will, needs to listen. Be. He will. He will. With be the opportunity that was given, there's been nothing that he's shown to say that like he doesn't deserve to be in the upper echelon of this list. Yeah, Start. but you could say he does. He just hasn't been able to show it yet. It's not his fault. But maybe if you need him to prove it to you, I'd understand it. Sanguna twenty seven and Jonas. I get it. You held them low because their defense. Disgusting. Uh, uh, Sengun, I can understand because Sengun's a little bit overrated. I had him higher, but I get it. Jonas, come on. Jonas is still good. No, Jonas is still no, really good. No, Jonas, Jonas is, is good. There's <laughs> the guys that I have ahead of him are, and I mean, I, like, we'll, we'll go through it in, in a bit. 
I just think like having ten spots higher than you. That's <laughs> wow, that's, man. That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> we'll get to it. I think. Oh. I think. I think. I think for Jonas and for a lot of the other guys, it's I kind of just value what they do a little bit. But they're they're better at like one specific thing that I mm-hmm. think um, that I think boss them ahead. And again, this is another case of you're doing your job really well. And so I kind of value that. And so with Jonas, like his rebounding is great. And it's it's great for for the Pelicans who like they don't really, you know, have like that legitimate five. And so he can do that for them. But I think everybody else, Bless they me. are doing their job at a very, very high level. And I just value that over kind of like the well-roundedness of of Jonas at, at this point in, in this list. Yeah. Well, right. man. Right. I just think his scoring and his ability to be like, it's like a very traditional game that's like not around yeah. in the NBA anymore. Yeah. So it's hard to value. But I think he does it in a way that isn't, he's not Ennis Cantor, you know, like he's, yeah, he plays yeah, a yeah. traditional game while still being able to fit within modern offenses. Yeah. And I think he doesn't get to show it as much right now because the Pelicans have a ton of ball handlers and a ton of bucket getters. That kind of renders his best skill sets a little bit redundant. And yeah. I just think he's still the player he was when he was on the Grizzlies eating, averaging net damn near 20. So I yeah, gave him still exactly. him a little bit of credit that I think he's still capable of that. But I, I can see why you don't value his specific type of skill set. Yeah, Jonas's game is just naturally intrusive, and it's the complete opposite of what the, uh, the type of basketball you'd want your team to be playing. And mm-hmm. he's just like, it sucks, but like Jonas Valanciunas is the type of player that you trade away simply because it's addition by subtraction. You know, like yeah. if you take Which away his opportunities, your team will just elevate because you're playing the style of basketball that tends to thrive in this day and age. And that's why it's like you don't want to penalize him for that because mm-hmm. he's like genuinely better than like a, a couple players, I would say, um, around this tier. But yeah. it's, it's like I mean, listen, if we're playing, if we're playing one-on-one, if we're playing one-on-one King of the Hill over all the centers, like Jonas, Jonas has a bag. He can do it. But like most top said, 10, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> top like, five, honestly. Yeah. But, but like most said, if you are looking at, if you're looking at Jonas and it's a addition by subtraction and we trade him away and we get better because now we can free up a couple other things. You're great individually, but what you're doing just doesn't fit with a lot yeah, of other teams. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's a very common debate in this type of thing where it's how do you value skill set versus Fit. value? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, like it's one of those. What's a good example? It's almost like if you're debating like fucking Carmelo Anthony versus Draymond Green. It's like where do you even start with that? Because one guy impacts winning a ton defensively. You don't see it. One guy scores a lot of points, which is flashy, but it's like which one matters more? Which is a bad example. Carmelo's better than Draymond, but you know what I mean, yeah. like. It's like that raw. I don't want to get you started on it. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I'm, I'm surprised that you backtracked on it and said on those better anyways. I, I just, don't want to argue about it. But <laughs> I just, <laughs> just want to argue about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's that type of thing where it's like one's flashy and one's an impressive skill set that yeah. you admire from a technical standpoint. Like he can do some things, but is that what matters to winning? It's hard to debate. Mm-hmm. And Jonas is like the perfect example of that. I think. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Uh, you saying we'll that five. Sangoon is overrated is interesting to me, Isaac. Because he's I, overrated I, amongst nerds, a little oh, bit. Amongst, I think amongst nerds. Okay, cool. He, well, yeah, it's hard. Like the idea, Sang Sangoon's good, and he deserves to be like he deserves to be in the top thirty. But Rockets fans put a lot of propaganda about how he's like baby Jokic. I know, I know. And like, yeah, and like because he was the best player on the Rockets last year, which like, sure, the Rockets fucking sucked. Their all their players are bad. Like. The idea of him being the best player makes it seem like he's like really great, 
but if you would have put like Jalen Dern on the Rockets, he probably would have been the best player too. Like it was <laughs> wasn't a high bar to clear. So it's like that label of best person in the young core makes you think he's like great already, but he still has some limitations. Yeah, for sure. Young, so just to be expected. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think what has to play a what plays a part in that is just overall expectations when he was coming out of not college because he was a year old, he was a foreign player, but when he was coming out of Turkey, right? I believe yeah, no I one really saw him as any, as a game changer or a potential pivotal piece. He was just kind of a surprising, not, I don't want to say a surprising factor because if you're a draft nerd, then you, you could have saw this coming, but with how he performed, like, especially last year, it definitely blew past by everyone's expectations. And then what also makes the conversation even more interesting is seeing other players like Jokic, Paul George, uh, Anthony Edwards and anyone who you can think of, they always say like just overall positive things about his game and whatnot. So I don't know. I yeah. feel like there is some validity in terms of just how good he can be one day. I don't know if he's going to be the best player on. I don't know if he's like tier one top best player on a championship level team or whatever, but he's like certainly a very valuable player. Yeah, for sure. I, I doubt the ceiling a little bit. I think his floor, he's going to be a good player. Like you said, I just think he's going to be more like Porzingis, Sabonis type of guy than you will Jokic. I just think it's... That's still Jokic. very, very good. Yeah, for sure. Which why I have him higher. But I think yeah. uh, a lot of people that are like really pro Singoon, specifically Rockets fans, will see the success of Jokic and be like, we can build like that. We can play that way offensively. But Jokic is the exception to the rule when it comes to defensively challenged centers being able to be the building block because he's like the best offensive player in the league by a wide margin. And if you're not that, then it's really hard to build with that type of defense. And I don't think Singun's going to be able to be as good as Jokic defensively or be good enough offensively to make it work. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Donovan, you live in Houston. You deserve to be attacked. All right, I rest my case. We can go <laughs> please, ahead and... <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I've been to plenty of those games, and it's it's a hard watch. It's a hard <laughs> watch trying to, trying to sit through four quarters of a Rockets basketball game. So, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this. Wait, Mo, can you send in your, your first five? Yes. Yeah. So my 30 is <laughs> I just wanted to mention his name. It was just like a fuck it, let's do it. Andre Drummond 30. Shout out to Andre Drummond because he went ahead. He played 12 minutes a game last year. <laughs> <laughs> he went ahead. He went ahead and decided I just wanted an excuse to talk about Andre Drummond. This is not too up too egregious. One of the greatest rebounders of all time and you deserve to be on some type of list, bro. You know? So right. Andre Drummond went ahead he he said, "Look, I'll pay any kid, any p- kid who pays me three four hundred dollars. I will one v one you at a camp." He played some random kid, and he won, of course. But he won after he decided to stop shooting threes and mid range and doing all these fancy dumbass moves. <laughs> so for that, Andre Drummond, you deserve to be on this list. You're you're providing entertainment for all the kids and you. me, including during this dry off season. And also, I will, I will. You you are one of you are the greatest empty stats player to ever exist. Also one of the greatest rebounders. So you deserve to be on this list. Anyways, 29, Kevon Looney, 26, Steven Adams, 27, Mason Plumley, and 26, Zubak. Any gripes? Okay. Anything wrong with this list? I think you see outside of Andre Drummond, like you see similar tiers, uh, similar like mold of players here who can just be applyable to yeah, any team yeah. in I the have, NBA, literally. I have Steven Adams a good little bit higher. I think he's better than this chunk, but not a huge difference. So I, I don't have any big gripes. 
I mean, I, I wouldn't put Andre Drummond on here. I'll say that. But <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Andre Drummond needs he does, he deserves his recognition, bro. I thought about it. I looked at does I looked he? at it. I was like, he's pretty good. Okay, thirtieth. I looked twelve minutes a game last year <laughs> on my list. Uh, but how many rebounds did he grab in those twelve minutes a game? You can't I don't even know. a player like five, who does that. Forty-five. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, let's move on to the next five. At twenty-five, I have Zubac. Who I nice. am in love with. Okay. 24, I have a Kongwu. 23, Nas Reed. 22, Steven Adams. And 21, Sengun. Nice. Okay. okay. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. I, I like this. I don't know how I feel about Nas Reed or Steven Adams being better than Nas Reed. But, I mean, it's good. I just feel like for, for Nas Reed and from what I'm reading on your list, you're putting out what he's done so far and i think we all probably believe that he's genuinely a better player but steven mm-hmm. adam has a track has a track record and also like he's just consistently been solid throughout any and every team that he's been on he does a lot of the grit grind things all the little dirt not dirty shit but all the things that nobody wants to do he does yeah. and so he's so easy to play off of so that's fine i like it yeah i think i would put Nas Reed higher and i did um, I think that Nas Reed is, he's one of those guys where he's, he's in a bad situation for him because they have cat, because they have, they have go And I think if you put him on on any other team, also the contract that he just signed, so team friendly, like fire he, his agent. Damn. He could have, he could have gotten a legitimate bag this summer because he is that good because he is that talented. And I think that if he wasn't on the team, with two, you know, with two centers that they've invested massive draft capital, massive money, Crazy into, money. then he could he could thrive and he would be really good. And so I think that that's kind of reflected in my rankings and where I put Nas. But that's kind of the big, that's that's the biggest gripe that I have. But outside of that, everything everything else is is cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. if if you give it to Nas Reed over Stephen Adams because uh, higher ceiling, cool. Mm-hmm. I just give Stephen Adams respect that everywhere he goes, he makes everything easier for everybody around him. And it's just a very positive player with his absurd illegal screens and standing in the way, being yeah. a good gritty rebounder, defender, being tough, making it hard at the, hard at the rim. It's just yeah. a bunch of little stuff that adds up. It's almost like Kevon Looney, where it's just like he does a lot of small stuff that helps good teams. Like I gave him that respect for a track record of doing that everywhere he goes. Yeah, exactly. That's this is what I thought. I like Zubox at a uh, twenty-five. You must have been so hurt when Magic Johnson went ahead and traded him for like nothing back in the day. I was pissed, bro. He's trading for Mike Muscala. Listen, listen. I will never, I will never ever forget. Isaac and I were in the car together when when Zubox got traded. We were supposed to be going to eat at a Waffle House. Isaac <laughs> literally pulls over on the side of the road and is like. No, we have to stop. I have to tweet about this right now. And fires <laughs> off some tweet about how about how Muscala is nothing and Zubac yeah. is like this hidden gem that the Lakers just gave up. He, yeah. This man took away Waffle House from me because he <laughs> loves Zubac so much. I will never, ever forget that. Pulled over on the side of the road for a tweet. That's crazy. It's crazy. How sick of a man do you have to be to do that? Isaac. Therapy, man. <laughs> I will never forget that. Day. I remember that too. We were, yeah, we were in a Waffle House. I think I pulled over in a 7 Eleven parking lot. I was by the Waffle House to tweet about this. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. And I just that tweet about Isaac was so distraught. He was so distraught. We didn't even end up going to Waffle House. We just we just went home. <laughs> we, just, we went back to the crib and had like some frozen like chicken nuggets or something. I don't I don't even know. 
I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll kill it. up this tweet? I see it loading. Here we go. <laughs> what Magic Johnson did to the Los Angeles Lakers that singularly that singular year when it was playing fake GM or whatever has to be studied. It has to be. You should pull it. You, he needs. He needs to be indicted for that. To be honest with you, put him alongside <laughs> Trump. <laughs> that was such God, a, man. Yeah, look at this. Two o eight p.m. This man was living. <laughs> the Lakers threw Zubach in the deal. Oh my God. Oh, this isn't the right one. <laughs> there was one about it was whenever they trained for Michael Muscala. That was the one that really irritated me. They you, him for a, you have you have too many tweets being outraged that that Zubac, about Zubac? <laughs> yeah, that Zubac got got traded. That's hilarious. Yeah, man, I respect, I respect him very much. He's a very good player that helps a good team. That I'll never go over it. And they gave up a second round pick too. It was Zubak and a second round pick for Mike Muscala, who was the worst player I've ever seen in a Lakers uniform. Dude, Mike Muscala is just so irritating of a player, bro. He was on the Hawks. I hated every single second that he got on the court too. Wanted dude, to peel dude, my eyebrows, up, bro. Exactly, just fake as hell, dude. What do you do? Damn. Oh my that. god, I hate that guy. That's the most. That's the, <laughs> easily the most annoying archetype ever in the NBA. Fake shooter, shooters who can't shoot, funny. bro. Why the hell is Justin Holiday over here taking seven threes a game randomly, bro? When he got <laughs> traded to the Dallas Mavericks, that man started over Josh Green, I believe, and he actually played well for the first few games. Why am I going on this tangent? I don't know, but that just archetype is just irritating. Ah, that's Mike Muscala. All right, Mo, send your list next. Let's just go to you this time. Okay, my list. So at 25, I have Mitchell Robinson. At okay. 24, Walker Kessler. I don't okay. know if I have him Ooh. too low on my list or if he didn't deserve no, to be on the list. But Keep going. I got him gener- high. Generational rookie for a, for what he did. Defense insane. And a lot of you could argue like, yo, like he was on the same level as Rudy Gobert and <laughs> you know like that's just sickening to think about as a Memphis or a, as a Minnesota Timberwolves fan so 24 Walker Kessler 23 Nas Reed 22 Christian Wood now this is a conversation that we need to have and 21 Thanks. Okongwu no one really you know yeah Christian was ridiculous how is it how how is it ridiculous what is the difference what is the difference between what is the difference between Nas Reed and Christian Wood please tell me Defense. Enlighten me. <laughs> Half the game. Defense <laughs> and <laughs> vibes. Christian Christian Wood brings terrible vibes any team he's on. He can't stay, yeah. he can't stay there for more than six months before he's unhappy. He's a locker room <laughs> cancer that every coach that he plays for just immediately is like, this guy sucks. I don't want to be around him. Like, this guy's not a player I want to be speaking to. No. Like, he just is – apparently he just is not the type of guy you want to coach. He doesn't try hard on defense. I saw a quote yesterday that – who – reported it it was one of the ESPN reporters let's say it was Tim McMahon he reported that he heard from a I think it was Dallas Mavericks executive where they said Christian Wood isn't bad at defense he's fucking terrible (laughs) (laughs) Tim McMahon reported it with the f-bomb wow that is outrageous listen he's just not He's just not the kind of player that that you want on your team, and that that matters. Like he's he's yeah. he's actively tanking your team whenever whenever you're on it. So like, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not putting Christian Wood at 22. Hey, those fake stats moved me, man. 16 points. <laughs> oh my god, 
that little bit that 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 tiny bit of bag that he has that ad light back in back when ad was in his absolute peak powers in you new Orleans or whatever player it fooled AD me man light. <laughs> nah, he's a big man version of like marshawn brooks someone who can dribble real marshawn good get buckets brooks. but do nothing else what a deep cut. Good job. Marshawn Good job. Brooks. Marshall Brooks. <laughs> is that the is that is that who they That's called nice. Mini Kobe or some shit like that? Or is that the wrong <laughs> random player? Maybe wow. I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, they call them they call them the next Kobe too. That's crazy. Nah, he's Dion Waiters. <laughs> he wishes six nine Dion Waiters. <laughs> he wishes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can agree with I can agree with everything that you guys are saying. Um no real gripes against that. But, but but you're not changing your list. No, I have to say ten toes down. I'm a I, I'm loyal to the soil. I'm a one since day one, bro. Okay, like, okay, okay, no okay. switching around. Like if you were so if last running, year, if you running. had to start, if you had to play one basketball game with a fucking world on the line, death being pointed at this planet, <laughs> would you pick Christian Wood over Walker Kessler for one game? It depends on what my team is looking like. No, it doesn't. It's your first pick. <laughs> You got to start him before everybody else. Are you picking my first Walker Kessler or Christian Wood? My first pick, I am probably. It depends on what I'm what I'm building around. You know, you're <laughs> building around, around them. You're building around them. It depends. It depends. Why? A, it shouldn't. It's such an ultimatum ass question. It depends. Like, Maybe I'll pick Walker game, Kessler. You pick Walker Kessler. If you want to yeah, lose the game, it, you pick Christian. Wood. No, 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 no. If I want to win a game, I'll pick Walker Kessler. If I want the nastiest hoop highlight mixtape, someone who could potentially be on House of Highlights. <laughs> I'm picking Christian Wood, and maybe my game, my mind is not in the game for the right reasons. Maybe I like watching highlights, bro. That's just what I value. <laughs> okay. Right. No, but really speaking, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. Okay. All right, sounds good. I'm gonna send in my list. Let's let's get to talking, because I think you guys are gonna hate this. At 25, I have Vooch. Man. 25, I have Vooch. 24, I have Walker Kessler. 23, I have Clint. 22, I have Window Carter Jr. And 21 have Steven Adams. Oh, your list is trash. You are a criminal ass. for putting Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> at 22. I, I, I want to stab you. I told y'all. I, listen, I, I told y'all stab you. before we came on that you guys were going to have a lot of gripes with my list and that there was going to be a lot of conversation and dialogue. Here we are. Please tell me. Tell me why I'm wrong. Because I don't think that I'm that wrong. Like, I can, no, see, I can, see, I can see arguments and I can understand a couple things, but I don't think that... This is too bad. Oh, oh no, it's terrible. Goodness, bro. So, I mean, I think 20, 25 through 22 are all just like really good players who are like, let's just use Steven Adams for an example. Wendell Carter, smoke Steven Adams. Clint Capella, better than Steven Adams. Kessler, smoke Steven Adams. Vooch, I get why he's hard to rank because he's another one of those guys who's ass on defense. Mm-hmm. Can't really win building around that. But it's kind of like Jonas where like he's so talented um, as like an offensive player that... Yeah. That probably earns him enough of a right to ignore some of the positional challenges. And he had a really good year. Even though it's easy to make fun of him for the Bulls being trash. He wasn't trash last year. I oh, like, man. Oh, who's at 20 and who's at 19? Now nah, we got to wait on that. We got to wait yeah. on that. Wait <laughs> I on can't that. believe I hate, I, I hate <laughs> you so much because you put Robin, Robin, Mitchell Robinson, bro. The boy who be moody too on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> all the social media platforms. Saying, Unhappy as hell. Tweeting saying, like wait, a 13 wait, wait, year old girl over Wendell Carter Jr. We will get there. We will get there. We'll get there, guys. Let's take our time. All right. Let's oh enjoy the journey. Please. I have mo- multiple of these people are in my top 16. 
And listen, that's 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 fair, right? If anything, if anything, the thing that I regret most about this is that Walker Kessler is at twenty four. I would put Walker, I would I would put Walker Kessler high, but like that's that's what I that's what I miss the most. But Dude. listen, listen, oh listen. Wendell Carter makes my fucking blood boil. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. That's I, your I, team. That's your team. <laughs> I'm I'm really really valuing, and you will see in this mid tier, <laughs> this next tier. I value the vibes so heavily with these What's guys. What's wrong with Wendell Carter's vibes? Yeah. It's not, it's not that anything's wrong with Wendell Carter. He's just not Steven Adams. He's just not, <laughs> he's just not, he's just not him. Every, everybody loves Steven Adams. The screen the screen setting, the, the tattoos, the Australian accent. Everybody no, likes I, him. They, they, I, you like I, to oh be around gosh. him. Okay. I knew it wasn't for basketball reasons, man. Listen, I knew it wasn't for basketball is, reasons. What do you mean? I just I just said the, the screen setting. I you just said, said the said. tattoos and also that's the part of accent. it. That's part of listen. <laughs> that's, that's part. That's part of it. But Bro, we are an aura, an aura focused podcast, and Steven Adams has aura, so I understand. Listen, when when the Grizzlies are going over to get into a fight with Shannon Sharp, who's the one person that Shannon Sharp doesn't want to mess with? Stephen Adams, because he knows, because he knows that Stephen Adams is about his business, and so <laughs> I, I'm I'm giving Stephen Adams his credit right there. Okay, fair enough. I think we have to just continue on so we can see the rest of the names because we're going to be arguing the whole fucking time about your list, and I can't wait. Clint Capella is a great too, but I'll go on my next part. Let's do it. At 20, I have Valentunis. At 19, I have Horford. 18, Walker mm-hmm. Kessler. Okay. 17. Time Lord, whose name I just blanked out on because I wrote Time Lord. <laughs> Robert Williams. Yeah. Robert Williams. At <laughs> 16, Clint Capella. Yeah. Wow. I had the hardest time ranking Time Lord because a year and a half, a year after, how do I phrase this? The year before last, incredible. I would have had him like 10 or 11. Last year, he was hurt the whole year. Playoffs came around. He just wasn't getting the minutes. I think his new coach didn't like using him in the same ways that his previous coach did. And. He just wasn't able to produce at the same level. So I was kind of stuck between do I give him credit for what he did under Aime Doka or what he did last year. And I kind of went between. Really, I kind of really just did what he did last year. I kind of ignored the year before that, which I don't know if that was the right choice or not. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't like where you put Horford in this list. I think. Do these be higher? Yeah, yeah I think I, he definitely I, should be higher so because he just brings too many other things. That'll elevate the ceiling of your team compared to simply what Ro- yeah. Robert Williams gives you. Now, what Robert so you, Williams gives you I mean, is the same fucking fantastic. Yeah, you're right. You're they're on the same right. team. They're on the you same think- team. But Robert Williams is more replaceable than someone like Al Horford. Hell you can nah. find another. Hell nah. Hell at their, nah. Okay, listen. Hell nah. listen at their, at their so peak, hard to replace. At their peak. At their peak, Isaac is right. Robert Williams is harder to replace. But if they're both at the level that they showed last year, I would take somebody like Al Horford over Robert Williams. Well, how do you parse that then? Because Robert Williams just was dealing with an injury to start the year. Granted, he deals with them a lot, but it was just a lingering thing that prevented him from ever getting fully into the swing of things. And it was clearly a coaching decision to not run those two big lineups like they did with Ami Doka. Yeah. So, like, how much did you hold against him? Like, he still is that same guy. We have to we have to see next year. I think next year would be a good... We saw one year of, of Robert Williams being unlocked. We saw another year of him kind of being brought you know, back down. This next year would be the tiebreaker, and then we'll kind of see like where to go from there. Yeah. Also, by the end of next year, Al Horford is going to be a hundred percent cooked. So he'll just walk in. He'll just walk into that role and walk in. Yeah. To, you know, he'll walk into the win. But I think that there's still there's still time to evaluate Robert Williams and kind of like his value. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I like Robert Williams uh, a lot. 
I like Robert Williams a lot. I think this is the right tier for him. He's definitely harder to rank um, because of all of those things that's been happening. That's non what he's actually does on the court is just injuries and then situational coaching things and stuff like that. But it's it's solid. I can't be mad at that. I would have Horford higher. I like where you have Valanciunas at. Capella, I think he's at quite literally like probably the perfect spot. Um, he's solid as can be. He's exactly what you – he's run dunk man. That's literally what he is, bro. Run <laughs> yeah. dunk defense man. So And block shots, right. man. He's really real good at blocking shots. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. I think thing. Clint is underrated now because he dealt with those injuries for a couple of years mm-hmm. after his first year in Atlanta where he was amazing that first year. And then he had like a year and a half, two years where he was injured a lot. And the narrative has be- become like Okongwu is riding away. We need to free Okongwu because people like young players and tend to be biased towards young guys, assuming they can make steps. So that has kind of made people feel like Clint is holding him back. So that must mean Clint is trash. And they need to get rid of him. But there's a reason that they still start Clint over Okongwu, despite how promising he is, because Clint's fucking good. I think a lot yeah, of people miss that exactly. because they're so excited about Okongwu. Yeah, exactly. Clint is generally like one of the, what you could say, I want to say maybe five to seven best rebounders in the entire NBA. I think that's very underrated. That's something that Okongwu struggles with still, and a lot of like centers just some reason tend to struggle with. He just has the overall bag when it comes to run dunk man he is peak run dunk man the only thing that like i can go ahead and like diss from him is like sometimes his finishing is very skeptical now maybe i could be tripping and he's catching hot lobs from one of the best passes in the nba and you know like that's just not in his bag naturally to catch all these lobs from all these angles but sometimes when i watch the play i feel like this dude plays with other mittens on but but regards to the fact no you're right you're I, right it's never been uh, his, it's always been his biggest weakness yeah, exactly. Even with the hardened thing, people were kind of annoyed by him. Yeah, exactly. But regardless of the fact, like, Clint Capella, he moves the needle on a lot of teams. But I will say it's hard to see that initially, just black and white or whatever, because if you look at the Atlanta Hawks' defensive rating, they're fucking ass. Piece of shit, bro. If you look at our <laughs> points per game in the paint, our points points louder in the paint, it's fucking ass. It's a piece of shit, bro. But, you know, like, regardless of the fact, you have to look through things like, well, they probably get a lot of points in the paint because you got Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, who's, like, up and down on defense all year, and uh, they got a lot of points off from there. Our opposing teams do that, so it's hard for Clint Capella to do all those things, plus he misses times and all that stuff. So, I don't know. He's a very, yeah. I don't want to say very polarizing player, but it's so easy for people to underrate him and his value and the things that he does. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the, the Hawks have a, a myriad of issues, like you said. Guard defense is part of it, but part of it was the biggest. Like I, I talked about a lot last year when, when the Dejounte Murray trade happened, and I was talking about how that's not going to be what fixes them because that rim that rim defense is still going to be ass. I think that was mostly because Clint wasn't healthy for the year before last. He just straight up wasn't very good there. And I'm looking at their stats now. They were 13th in rim defense in terms of efficiency. They gave up 66 percent there. Which is about average. The, actually, the league average is 66.6. They're 66.3. So pretty much exactly average. But their biggest issue was frequency. They were 29th in rim frequency, which means teams just got there nonstop. Yeah. It was just constant fucking ole, run straight to the rim. Clint tried to help us. They did a good job, but that is the part to me that's mostly guard defense or mostly your pick and roll coverage, whatever you want to maybe you call it. Maybe you say Clint's not good at coming up to the level of screen and preventing people from getting there. I don't know. But... When he's there, I think he did a good enough job. I can actually look right now and see what his numbers were. For sure. And while you're looking at that, like for some something about Clint that I also want to say, like, is that 
through your stats he actually had a quote i believe like a year ago or maybe it was two years ago back in 20 back in that 2021 2020 2021 season he was so frustrated he said out loud called out some of his teammates probably try young probably probably deandre hunter because he began burned too often for someone who's supposed to be a good defensive prospect but he was like when i think of a team he said some quote along the lines of I'm a defensive minded player and this is the forefront of what I do. And I feel like the, he's, he called out his teammates and he said something along the lines of, we need to step up defensively. And that's facts. Yeah. Like he, 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 he can't block everything. He can't defend mm-hmm. fucking everything. He gets tired. Yeah. I'm looking at Clint's numbers when he's on and off the court. And I think it says like the perfect example of his defense. Um, when he's on the court, teams get to the rim 2.7% less. So he's deterring people from taking shots at the rim. They see his big ass there. They don't do it as much. And they shoot less efficiently there too, by 1.3%. So pretty good numbers. But overall, the team's defense is worse when he's on the court in terms of effective focal percentage because teams get to the mid-range nonstop against him. They fucking eat on the mid-range whenever it comes on the court. They shoot 5.6% more mid-range shots when he's on the court. And they make them 4% more. Or 5.8% yeah. more, actually. Yeah, which basically he's means he's big and slow. And when they run pick and rolls, he's sitting back there at the rim, making sure they don't get there. But that means these great guards can pull it from the mid-range and just shoot uncontested because he's back there with his hand in the air. And that's yeah. about what I, well, yeah, it's about what you think of Clint Capella. Slow feet, but he can block the hell out of a shot. Exactly. He can't have everything, you know? So, I mean, yep. this is a great this is a great placement for him on the list. Yeah. Yeah. If he, if he wasn't slow-footed, he would be like the 10th best Top in the league. Yeah, for that's sure. That's the difference Top between 10. him and a Jared Allen. That's really the only difference is that mobility yeah. and ability to be mobile and not allow nonstop mid-range jumpers. Yeah, agreed. I want to see Donovan's list. All right. <laughs> is, Donovan. is this a Mitchell right. Robinson sighting? Or? 20, okay. I got Kevon Looney. 19, I have wow. Mitchell Robinson. 18, <laughs> I have eighteen. I have Yaka Pertle. 17, <laughs> I have Nas Reed. 16, I have Robert Williams. Y'all are laughing. Are let's, you fucking drunk? Let's, let's be real. Let's Worse, talk. he's on codeine. Mitchell Robinson loses minutes to Isaiah Hartenstein, and you put him above all-stars. Mitchell, Rob, Mitchell Robinson, right? Mitchell Robinson is out here. All the all the guys that we're going to talk about later and the and your little, you know, your prince of Evan Mobley, right? He's the future and oh, all that. Oh, my God. Mitchell Robinson ate their lunch. All right, the the shot blocking that Mitchell Robinson provides, the lob threat that he that he provides, the offensive rebounding that that he provides, the energy that he has on the defensive end of the floor is fantastic. And I think that like if you are if you are building a team, having somebody like Mitchell Robinson can help you a great deal. And so yeah, I'm gonna put Mitchell Robinson here, who just performed at a great level in the playoffs against Jared Allen, who is much higher on this list and against Evan Mobley. Yeah. It's just, he had a great series, but like, so did Austin Reeves. I'm not saying he's better than DeMar DeRozan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are we talking about? Like, listen, you had really Austin just, Reeves high though. You had Austin Reeves high though. So, yeah. Okay. I just pulled his names out of my fucking ass. But you know what I mean? I'm saying, like, I'm <laughs> saying but you had, you had Austin, you had Austin Reeves high. I just, yeah, but, Mr. Robinson, he he has no business being above uh, being above uh, Clint Capella. You can say Wendell that Carter. Clint Capella, Wendell Carter Jr., Walker Kessler. In my mind, sometimes I would argue Stephen Adams, and those are Jonas Valanciunas and also Vucevic. That's disgusting. Yeah. That is Honestly, fucking crazy. Go ahead. You convinced me to put him higher. Like I'm looking at my list now. I'd put him higher. 
For sure. Like, I, I get it. I undervalue his offensive rebounding, which I think is really important. He's incredible at that. One of the best in the league. But he's not an offensive threat in any way. You call him a lob threat. He's really not. He's just big and all he can do is dunk. He's not some <laughs> great role man. He's just a guy that that's all he does. So you mainly think he's great at it. I mean, he's fine th- at I mean, it. I mean, that's what he does, though. That's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. He does it fine. Uh, he doesn't have particularly good touch at all. He, just, he doesn't really provide much offensively besides rebounding, which is important. But you look at someone like Wendell Carter Jr., who is like a very skilled offensive player, a better defender, basically just better at everything besides offensive rebounding. And it, I, I don't even understand it. Well, wow. I, mean, I just told you for about three minutes before why. why? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, you did. Still don't fucking get it. Still doesn't resonate. <laughs> wow. No, no I, but yeah. I think I come on, Looney. Like, be fucking for real. Like, I'm, I listen. We already did did the did the Looney thing, but the contribution yeah. to, to winning from Looney is is fantastic, and it's just like it's like just wow. Like, and even even in situations where like like if if we were talking about this in 2017 or 2018, like I I could understand it, but in 20 but in like 21 and 22 where. Clay's not really Clay anymore. You're really like hoping that Jordan Poole pops every other game and the Warriors need somebody. They need somebody to come in. Kevon Looney, somehow, always, he's the one who comes in and he changes the dynamic of their entire team. And it's because of it's because of what, of what he does. And whether, like, and you're saying like, oh, he, he benefits from, from Draymond being there? Of course. But guess what? Draymond's on that court and they weren't able to do anything. And then, oh, look at that. Kevon's in the lineup. Now we start winning. Kevon's in the lineup. Good things start happening. So I think... I really think that he can go anywhere in this league and be a really impact player. So like I'm, I'm putting him there, and so we'll, we'll move on to to the next guys though. I have Jacoperto at, at 18. He's cool. He's nice. very just like <laughs> like Jacoperto being in this range of just being like mids. Yo, shout out to you, right? You get, <laughs> you get your 12 points. You get your 10 oh rebounds, right? You're a solid defender. You are better. Then Jacoperto is better than like what everybody thinks whenever they hear about his name, but he just feels so replaceable. He just he just feels so mid, and I just have to put him there. I think it's just white NBA player bias. (laughs) It's just like you just he just feels so replaceable. And then you know what it is? It's because his name is Jacob. <laughs> oh god, bro! I don't know. I don't know. We listen. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I have I have put a little bit higher, not super much higher, so I don't really care about that. There's a there's a guy na- there's a guy named Rudy on this list. Like it's <laughs> it's not the name. And listen, uh, I know you want to put him as low as you can too. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he isn't he isn't right here. So shout out to you for that, Donovan. Yeah. Character development. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then Nasri at 17 and Robert Williams at 16. Yeah, nice. I'm hating my list right now because it's jacked up because I wanted to put Drummond here so bad and I left off Time Lord. Time out, so, time out, time out. Before we continue, is nobody going to say anything that Moja said, I want to put Andre Drummond in the 20 to 16 range? No, 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 no. Because I <laughs> wanted to fit Andre Drummond onto this list. Okay, okay. I, for, I like when I was forming my list, I deleted Robert Williams and then I replaced his name with another name and then I just like shifted okay. shit see, back see, on my list of shit. So I see. Yeah, no, I would not put him in that's outrageous. That's outrageous. But twenty, I have Jakob Pertl. He's a great center. And I'm kinda hating that I I'm saying like Jakob Pertl is worse than Yusuf Nurkic. He's not tripping, but it's one spot over. Who cares? Clint Capella, I have him at 18. 17, I got Vucci Main. 
Uh, and at 16, I have Jonas Valanciunas. Same caliber. Well, they're not really the same caliber type of player, but I would say they're generally in the same archetype. Except Vucevic is a little bit more traditional in this new age. <laughs> their their names. So. Are, listen, we're talking about biases. Their names are just foreign. They they just no. they, just, they just have <laughs> Eastern European names, and you're just like, oh yeah, they're the same player. No. <laughs> they're in the same team. Yeah, but anything outside I th- of I time we're not being here on, on my list. I mean, don't need to call I mean, you out. said it. I think Nurkic is too high. You yeah. said it. It is yeah. what it is. I, mean, I think Jakob is much better, but yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's nothing to, <laughs> it's nothing you want to stab my neck with a pencil over. So, no, I'm, so I'm just so focused on Looney Mitchell Robinson. I can't have the energy to muster to <laughs> care about Nurkic. Nurkic. Uh, I know. Like, this is this right here. This oh, segment. No, we're, getting, we're getting into it. We're we're getting this, into it. Can I can I go can I go next? While you're still like on the Looney Robinson. Yes. Go I ahead. Go next. All right. Here, here are my what next five. Rudy Gobert at, is fifteen, right? No, at fifteen. Okay. Wait, I'm gonna I'm wait for it to to give. Okay, wait, time out. Oh, I think you just lost <laughs> the kill. That, that messed up my reveal so bad. Uh, it's, all good. it's all good. All right, I'm gonna send this to you guys through through text. Okay. <laughs> let me see this. Let me let me pick up our group chat. Grand and, reveal dude. coming. And here we go. So at fifteen, Chet Holmgren at fourteen, Big Vic. What? They're already better than half the league. They're yes. already better than half of them. Everybody else, give me Chet Holmgren. Give me Big Vic. He's already better than half. Vic. Of them. Then we got Al Horford, Nick Claxton, Miles Turner, Big Vic, and Chet. Get, I'm taking them <laughs> over anybody. Was in rehab those guys. His ankles last year. Those guys are fine. Listen, I'm not the type. I'm really not the type to get <laughs> hype over summer league. I really try not to do that. What I've seen out of Chet Holmgren, my goodness, my goodness, these guys Chet. are already better than half. Give me, I'm taking them. I'm taking them. Wow. I'm taking them. Hey, I know I, the only Don't thing that I can say else. about Chet is like, yo, summer league vibes, immaculate. That's that's good and nah. all that. But he be putting that nah. shit on too, man. He's going to be big. making a lot of league fits appearances, bro. But that's the only reason why I would consider putting him on this league, the league fit stuff. But no, this I, man, this man, but before, before Big Vic got into the league, we were all like, oh, wow. Like Chet Holmgren is crazy. Like the, the defensive potential is wild. He's going to be out here. He's going to transform the, the Thunder this year. And we'll, listen, we will talk about it when we get to the season previews. I'm very high on Oklahoma City. And the reason and one of the reasons is because of Chet Holmgren. Like he's like that. He's like that. And then Big Vic, I'll take him. I'll take Big Vic over a lot of guys. You're lucky, <laughs> I, didn't put him t- you're lucky I didn't put him top 10. I would have taken him over Al Horford, Donovan. 38 years old geriatric. I'll take him over him. Donovan. We can move this right now. Congratulations. Right now. For the first time throughout our entire list series, you have the worst list. On- <laughs> I, I was running away with this bitch unanimously. Unanimously. Not even close. But you just stole my crown from me, bro. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Mose made some mistakes. Mose listed some shooting guards at power forward, some power forwards at point guard. It happens. It's what it is. But all that aside, you have the worst list in TD3 history. Nah, y'all don't, y'all don't see the vision. Tough. Y'all don't see the vision. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just not going to fucking rank players I've never seen play a real yeah. game. <laughs> If I had to, if I had to guess what that looked like, I would also put him here probably. But yeah, <laughs> I prefer to talk about real basketball, not imaginary. Yo, you're nasty. You're so nasty, bro. Uh, bro, I love you. Good bit. I respect um, a good bit. On, I, always, I always ride for a good bit. On the serious side of things, 
I like Nick Claxton. I like Miles Turner, somewhere next to each other, and also mm-hmm. Al Horford. All cool with me. Nick Claxton, we were having a conversation yesterday about this. And, you know, like earlier in the season, he was in defensive player of the year conversations. And the next yeah. thing you know, KD gets traded. Kyrie is gone. And you never hear about Nick Claxton ever again. And all that. <laughs> he was in fake DFY conversations. And nothing ever in- happened with him. He was playing the same. All that, bro. Like, he didn't get injured. It was just like, no one cares anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was in like um participation trophy dpoi conversations like yeah he could be fifth on my ballot he was never gonna win like <laughs> you always say that like, he wasn't actually gonna win he was in the conversation that's it yeah, <laughs> but man All right, I'll, I'll, I'll send my next five go ahead let me go ahead and highlight these because i think the screen recording is still messing up yeah yeah okay wait, here's though. my next five at 15 i have Jakopodal. okay 14 nikola vucevic 13 nick claxton 12 Wendell Carter Jr., 11 Brooke Lopez. Woo! Discuss. 11 Brooke Lopez. Ah, man. I feel like that's kind of low for Brooke. When to I was be, ranking oh, too Brooke. Low? To, to yeah. be honest, yeah. Brooke, oh. is, Brooke is low. Brooke is low for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that, that's just, it's mostly because I don't hate DeAndre Ayton like y'all probably do. So I, like, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. Like, he could have been 10 if you want. Because, spoiler alert, Ayton's at 10. But, I mean, like, I'd rather have Miles Turner, who I think is just, like, the same type of role. And I just, like, younger has more punch. But now that I say that... I don't no. know. Dude, Brooke was really good. Dude, Brooke put up 16, 17, 19 in the playoffs last year when they got yeah. that ass bounced out by the Miami Heat. Genuinely, like, <laughs> yeah. yo, like, he was in defensive no. player of the year. Convo was fake or real. It doesn't matter. He was nah, in the conversation. Real. They were real for Brooke. Yeah. Pulling up from think... fucking Yucatan, like Anthony Edwards be saying, bro. Like, he is a great center who I hate. Yeah. Who it's like, it's weird to think of him as like a elite level center, but he is one. Yeah, I think last year he showed when all the Bucks had those injuries, he showed that he can still do some more if needed. It's just hard to – he doesn't do a lot often because he's not needed to usually. So it's hard to give him credit for that when, like, you could easily be like, oh, see, he did it for 40 games. He can average 20 still. Or he can average 20 for 20 games, but can he do it over a full 82 games? That's a different story at his age. That man so, broke his back a couple like last year, bro, and he came out looking like, <laughs> looking like literally the same type of player. Like you can't you can't uh, yeah. d- deduce this. No, he's great. Yeah, he's great. He's a very high level defensive player. It, it it just has to do with the people above him. I think after him, there's Aiden, which put him above Aiden. I'm not fucking sure. And then after that, we're at like Aiden and Turner are next, and then you have like the all star level guys. Yeah. So no. I just gave them credit for being able to do it consistently and just harbor more of a load than Brooke can. Brooke's fucking old. I don't sure. think he could do what he did last year for a full 82 game season. You can't rely on him for that. He'll break down. Or just, I mean, maybe I'm just, maybe that's biased the other way. I don't know how, I just don't know how to parse that. He doesn't do a lot because he doesn't have to. I, I think you're hating a little bit. I think you're hating a little bit. I think you could put, I think, I think, yeah, you you're could, I think like Mo was saying, everything, everything <laughs> that's in Brooks' package. And one of the reasons why I have him higher than, than you is because you could put Brooke on any team on any team in the league and they're getting better with Brooke Lopez and he fits he fits into every single team and upgrades every single team. I think that 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 type of versatility means a lot and especially once you get into like this top 10 and you're like you're in that tier of like okay, you're not an all-star, you're not a you're not a superstar. What are we asking out of you? Brooke is the embodiment of that. And so that's why I get that. that, that's why I raise him up a little higher. I think and, it just comes down to the names above him because I think what you just said that if can fit in any team, make him better, it won't be an issue. I think that applies to my top 10 guys. Okay. Again, yeah. if you hate Aiden, you hate Aiden, whatever. I don't. 
only person that doesn't apply to is, I guess, Sabonis, but he's Sabonis, so obviously he's higher. Which I don't know if yeah. that's obvious for you guys. We'll see, because apparently y'all really love Brook Lopez. So we'll, we'll see your no, reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Brook Lopez fan because of I'm how he trains. Yes, because of how dude, he's his game is honestly inspirational, bro. He was. His game was evolved out of the NBA. He was the traditional 20-point-per-game score, post-hook god, and all that over there in his Brooklyn Nets days. He was phenomenal at what he does, bro. He was was quite literally Valanchunas, bro. He was peak Valanchunas. And to go from that to being moved a couple times across the league or whatever and completely transforming your game within a short time span and being one of the best big man three-point shooters in the NBA and also upping your defensive rep reputation too is Talk huge. About it. I don't even remember Talk this man it. being insane defensively at all back in the day. Maybe I'm, it's because a young he age when I was 15 right. or whatever, but like to go from that to being when it comes to like what's most valued as a shooter at the center position these days, one of the best at that category in these categories aka being shooting and blocking shots like yo like major ups major respects he transformed his nba career and extended it like a motherfucker there's so many people <laughs> around his age who just stuck to their ways and probably couldn't evolve evolve their game in certain ways and he did it just like that bro like brooke is amazing great i thought i was gonna have brooke highest i was worried y'all were gonna be like he's too high so i'm, I'm cool with it like, yeah, I, yeah. You're you're Brooke gonna look like at that. my list and be like, oh, Brooke is too high. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, your list is insane. Oh my All right, Mo, send your, send your next five, Mo. All right, here's my. I'm gonna go ahead and send my next five. Pretty solid. I don't think it's ooh. <laughs> okay, okay. So at 15, I had Nick Claxton. Cool. 14, Sangoon. I watched some highlights and I was like, yeah, this 14? man moves me. Yeah, 14. Your is nice. horrible. He's nice. <laughs> he, He's just, nice. he just got the title back for me. He just no, got I, the no, title no, back. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. That's crazy. Right. Fifth, what I, uh, I think 13, I had Al Horford. 12, you're right. I had DeAndre in there. Just left a really sour taste in my mouth. Although, throughout... Pause. Most of his tenure. I can't talk about anything on this podcast. You guys are reactionary as fuck. Oh Absolutely, my God. bro. And Absolutely. And you have to take into account as to how he's going to play next to someone like Bradley Bill who's going to take even more shots away from his hands or whatever. But anyways, I digress. DeAndre in 14. And at 11, I have Rudy Gobert, who was. Yes, sir. I respect week, so. you for that. I respect you big time for that. Um, yeah. No, I listen. I think Shangun is, is too high. I think Al Horford. Um, it's cool. Um, yeah, I think I think Aiden Aiden should be higher. Like he's he he should he should be higher. You know me. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna you know strike down any type of Rudy Gobert hate. So we're good on that. But Aiden Aiden should be a little bit higher. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the, this is just so reactionary. <laughs> I, I could go bear this low is crazy. I mean, Aiden's not that crazy. I'm at ten, so it's like two spots, whatever. Yeah. Go bear this low is like. I don't know. Get to go bear talk. I don't know. I don't think that's too. To penalize him because he's on a team that's moronic and started him next to another center with zero good playmakers to start the year that could give him lobs because his only offensive utility. I'm not going to hold that against him. You love Rudy Gobert. I will gladly hold that. I just don't hate him. I'm just not like ridiculous with the the slander for no reason. Oh my god, bro! Are we going to do this again? I guess. <laughs> Wait, let's, I'm let's, not gonna blindly hate. Let's go. Let's let's okay, go. Donovan. Let's let's go. Top ten. We're Top going 10. down this. 
it's top it's top ten time. Let's figure out where we all have Rudy on our list. Okay, I'll say I'll, I'll we we'll can go. go mine first. Then we'll go. At ten, I have DeAndre Ayton. Okay. At nine, I have Miles Turner. Pretty high. At eight, I have Jared Allen. Seven, I have Rudy Gobert, and at six, I have Sabonis. Okay. I wrestled with Sabonis and Gobert a lot because I gave it to I just gave it to Sabonis because he had a great year last year and deserves some respect. But I think you're never going to win anything substantial with Sabonis on your team because of the role he demands with his skill set yeah. and his extreme limitations on defense. He will never win anything substantial being a centerpiece. So it's like if I had to actually build a team to win a championship, I'd probably pick Rudy Gobert. But Sabonis did enough to deserve the nod for now off of like straight skill. But I don't really believe it. I just feel like he deserves it. Okay. Okay. I don't have I don't have I don't have <sighs> a lot of gripes with your with your list. I we have a lot of guys in the same range. Um I think Turner is the only guy that, that would be a little bit higher. I think he shouldn't be in the top ten. But outside of that, we're good. We're good. I'd rather have Miles Turner on my team than Rudy Gobert, man. Less headaches when it comes to figuring out how X, what y, headaches is there a Rudy Gobert? Bro, he... There's no headaches besides people thinking he's lame, which, uh, sure, I don't really yeah. give a fuck about that. I mean, that's... Listen. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> we talk about vibes. Rudy oh Gobert, t- bottom five vibes in the league. No, that's not. Oh he's not a bottom God. five. He's not he's bottom not five. He's not Christian Wood. We gotta relax. People just hate him so much. I mean, obviously. Like, obviously, he's not Christian Wood. Christian Wood is number one, but, like, Rudy Gobert <laughs> is in that tier. No, he's not. Christian <laughs> Wood is number one. Rudy, Rudy Gobert does not bring headaches. He gave the NBA coach. Hey, did, did we forget <laughs> about the him. moment during, I think it was in the plan, where he literally punched Chris Anderson in the chest? Did we forget about that? <laughs> yes, that, that was a thing. About that. The vibes are... With him right now, but I don't blame him. He's in Minnesota. Where Wait, a you lot said of people Chris don't Anderson, Kyle doing. Anderson, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Birdman's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Gobert punched Birdman. <laughs> no, yeah, did he get punched back? That's Birdman crazy. would have that man in shambles, bro. He would, he would that's, put him in the blender hilarious. for sure. <laughs> that's uh, but no, yeah, I mean, I don't think Rudy Gobert brings headaches that much. Like, yeah, he's lame. I don't give a fuck. Like, he's he's obviously like nobody likes him as a person. But in terms of on the court. The only headache comes when you start him next to another fucking center because you're a moronic front office who traded him for a king's bounty. And then, yeah, he's going to look like he's worse than he yeah. is because he's overvalued. But then also on the defensive end, I think he regressed just a little bit. And that could also be because, like, you know, lack of motivation to do your thing because you're not really prioritized on offense. So you're moping down on the court defensively and all that. But also I think he just looks like a little He regressed slower. if you only watched the first 15 games of the season when they were getting used to him. Second half of the year... Especially when Cat went down and he was hurt, he looked like Rudy Gobert. He was completely fine. People just stopped caring because nobody was watching the team because it he's, was a shit show. Yeah, he started to look a lot better when I would say Mike Mike Conley was placed on that was traded sure. onto the Minnesota Timberwolves. But I don't know, like that's part where I'm like, I don't know, like I just Rudy like Gobert did not change anymore. as a player. He didn't change as a player whatsoever. He was just in a worse situation with a team that had did not gel together at all. And I, once they uh, made some moves to gel a little better, he looked better. <laughs> They once they made moves to get Mike Conley to hold his hand th- through the rest of the season, like yeah, it got it got better. So what, uh, the real issue here is D'Angelo Russell sucks ass. That's um, the real problem. I mean, listen, that's <laughs> we know that, right? <laughs> we know that, but it's okay. You give him D'Lo and another center next to him. That's a pretty big issue. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know, I, man. 
I guess it sounds like excuses to me, but whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> sounds like basic observations to me. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like when I Rudy Gobert, like he went from averaging two blocks per game for so long, and all of a sudden, them bitches are cut not in half, but he averages like one, one and a half, one point four. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, like you can't sit here and tell me like nothing. Do you think Rudy Gobert is worse at blocking shots now? Statistically, yes. Did you look at the numbers? What is what? What do the numbers say? Yeah, he is worse at blocking shots. Do I think he can get better? The most yeah, basic but I think ass a, numbers. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what do you? I mean, quite literally, yes. It's right there in your face. Those numbers are undeniable. And also, I think just athletically, he didn't feel the same. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's me. Maybe I'm tripping. But I just feel like last year and also nah, Mo, other Mo, prime. Mo, 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 Mo. Don't what? gaslight yourself into thinking that you're wrong. <laughs> maybe, I'm maybe, wrong. maybe I'm tripping. You are correct. Okay. <laughs> your viewpoint is okay. And you are valid in your opinions. Do not gaslight yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> I know what I see. Some, Big I know what support I see. going on. <laughs> Big support. Going? I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's because the Timberwolves play a different type of defense than the Jazz did. The Jazz put a drop coverage or everything funnel to Gobert, so he's always in position to block it. The Timberwolves play a, play up high on screen, so he's coming up to the level of the screen and not he's not back there under the paint the whole time. Yeah, and he's the getting cooked. He's getting cooked. Can't turn around as fast enough, sure. bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that's that, that that's not even true. As far as like being a seven footer, Rudy Gobert is actually like pretty fucking agile for somebody of that caliber. You look at him compared to Cat, compared to Sabonis, compared to even like Jared Allen. Like he's on that same tier as Allen of mobility. Like we talk about it because it's like an easy thing to point to because everybody wants to roast him, but he's actually pretty fucking mobile for that size. Nah, he's cool. He's cool. Nah, he is right, mobile. Who's, who's but going? Who's not going? Not prime mobile. Mo, Mo, you're going next. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll go next. Okay, so. Okay, so here's my next five. All right, so at number 10, I have Wendell Carter Jr. I love it. Way higher than what you had him, uh, Donovan. He's just a top 10 it. center. That's Look right. out for that okay. uh, when he goes up against your Knicks. At number nine, I have Jared <laughs> Allen. At number 10, or my bad, at number eight, I have Miles Turner. At number seven, I have Brooke Lopez. And at number six, I have Sabonis. I think Brooke Lopez is just like, I just can't imagine a world where I'm like, okay, I'd rather take Miles Turner, Jared Allen, and Wendell Carter Jr. is not in this T or discussion. But when it comes to those two players, I genuinely think Brooke Lopez brings more value and is one of the best at at what he what he's asked to do in the entire NBA. And so. I'm just a Brooke Lopez fan. I might go ahead and get me a jersey after this podcast. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that until now. Yeah, it's your guy. Yeah, and Sabonis. Yeah, I, is there I love the Wendell Carter respect. love. Yeah, I love the Wendell Carter love. He's so hard. He, he's bro. so good. He's so yeah, hard. He, just, he does so many small things that help. Dude, he's such a smart defender. Coming out of college, back in his Duke days, a I'm a stand because it's from Atlanta, of course, and I have to stand every person's <laughs> from Atlanta. But also, <laughs> he yeah, he was pulling direct comp. He was pulling direct direct comparisons to Al Horford and that just made things a little bit worse for him. Like, hey man, I like his game. I am familiar with your game and I want to <laughs> go ahead and stand you and I'm a stand. And just seeing how much better he got at every aspect of the game, he's more of aggressive. He's a more of an aggressive scorer, still athletic defense, that rebounding that and doing all these things while not getting lost in the constant evolution and improvement of the Orlando Magic's roster. Franz being him still, and also Paolo just being the face of the organization. 
I think it says I think it says a lot about the type of player that he is, and he's genuinely like a cornerstone piece for that team and the Bulls. All Bulls fans should be weeping about letting him go. <laughs> I mean, Bulls fans are down bad right now. Wendell's down thriving. Bones. Larry's a star. Bad time to be a Bulls fan. Yeah, tragic, treacherous moments, man. So you got Jared Allen at nine. Brooke Lopez at eight. I mean, Miles Turner at eight. I think Jared Allen's definitely better than Miles Turner. I'd flip them, but you know, yeah, same sure. type of range. So I don't. I'm not. That don't whatever. Yeah, I have a one spot difference. Yeah, my only thing about Jared Allen is like I'd rather have someone who can do more on offense and that's just like a archetype thing i generally i like i'm not going to war about it but it's just like a you know like who can who can take me potentially further if the team's yeah. built out perfectly yeah. and i have yeah. My, yeah. i think miles turner can definitely raise the ceiling compared to someone like jared allen it just depends bro i'm not going to war eight <laughs> or nine who cares <laughs> yeah you don't have any need to argue about jared allen versus miles turner what a nasty debate <laughs> yeah exactly bro uh, man. that's funny I'll send you next five, Donovan. All right. Here are my next five. At 10, I have Jared Allen. Nine, Rudy Gobert. Eight, DeAndre Ayton. Seven, I have Cat. Six, six, I have Brooke Lopez. You have Brooke Lopez over Cat. Cat. Okay, now that is crazy. Yes. Bruh. Now that is crazy. Listen, listen. And I'm going to be, obviously, you guys know how I feel about Cat. I'm not a fan of his. I'm not a fan of of his, of his game. And so, (laughs) and so this is like very biased, whatever. I... When we are in this range, and I said it earlier, we're talking about like, are you going to do your job? Are you going to do this? When I look at Cat, I feel kind of the same way that you feel about Sabonis, where it's like, hey, if he's on your team, you're you're not really going to do any any type of like real winning because he's too good for you to be like complete trash, and he's too good to where like you you kind of do have to run the offense to him through him, but he's also not good at defense. He's like he he has all these limitations, so you're gonna be like you're gonna hit a wall. I'd I'd rather have Brook Lopez on my team if I'm winning a game tomorrow. If I need to win a game tomorrow, I'd much rather have Brook Lopez on my team than Cat. Now this is mean recency bias right here. This is true recency bias. I think bias. how could I, I can't I can't I can't do it. I'm I not think, I'm not gonna have Cat. I'm not gonna have. Cat. I think if you had Giannis, Drew Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton next to Cat, you would like him a lot more than you do Brook Lopez. It just he doesn't have that luxury. So like the it's easy to look good next to those guys as a stretch five. It's a perfect role to be in, and I think Cat is just what is what do you, what do you want? What do you want from Cat? Like what do you? He's gonna it's you can't like, you can't even you can't even say oh Cat's gonna go and get you twenty five because whenever we get into play in situations or playoff true. situations he's gonna true. he's gonna turn the ball over that he's gonna true. miss a bunch of shots he's gonna run down the court try to be big purges yelling at himself no I'm not I'm not taking Cat on my team and I'm yeah. giving him you're lucky I didn't put him outside my top ten I'm giving him enough respect <laughs> here right yeah. I'm I'm giving him enough respect here I'm I don't want anything to do with Carl Anthony Towns if we're talking about winning basketball games he's not on my team. And I don't want to. Why are you pointing at the screen? <laughs> bro, I'm like, put your fucking yeah, hand down. Bro, I don't like. I, I'm not a fan of his. I'm not a fan of his. Oh my god. It's about to start convulsing. Nah, my, bro, it, it just makes me so mad. <laughs> it makes me so mad watching people. It makes me so mad watching people, like, either, like, praise cat or like still expect cat to be this type of guy he's not he's not that guy and i think Dude. for minnesota <laughs> I, I think for minnesota legitimately one of the things that they need to do is they need to get over themselves and trade cat somewhere else that way they can build this team they would be better off if they had just anthony edwards and rudy gobert 
They they would do that. The only and the only reason why I put Cat above Rudy is simply because the shooting numbers are just undeniable. The splits are crazy. Like he he can he can you know get get he's buckets, a bucket but, machine. But he should be like the fourth option on your team. And he, he should not be so. He should not fourth be fourth option. He should, he should. This is crazy. He should not be something that that you you're know, running that you're running offense through. For someone who has I, so much disdain for Carl Anthony Towns, you're gonna be so sick when he's traded to the New York Knicks. I promise you. I seven, promise, eight months I promise from you. Now. I promise you right now because I've had this conversation before with a couple other people, and they've told me like, "Oh yeah, what like what are you doing if Cat if Cat gets traded to the Knicks?" I will put my fandom on pause. Yo. I will go root for another. I will go root for another team. I'm not. Root, I'm not Yo. rooting for Car Anthony Towns on my team. It's. It can't happen. It can't happen. <laughs> and it would genuinely be. And actually, we'll, we'll put that on pause. I don't. I don't know. I love the Knicks, but so you'd rather have Kevon Looney on your team <laughs> than Car Anthony Towns right now? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Contracts included. Would I rather pay Kevon Looney fifteen million dollars, or would I rather pay Carl Anthony Towns fifty-five million dollars? Oh my goodness! Are we serious? Give me who's the last person that that I have on my list? The last. Give me Christian Wood. Give me give me Nurkic. Yo. Over Towns. I'm not taking. Actually, listen, listen. Wood, Woodman's kind of crazy. He, yeah. he's kind of crazy. But whoever else is below, like I didn't put Mason Plumley on my on my list, right? Because I was doing the 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 Vic and Chet thing. <laughs> give, give me Mason Plumley. I don't want Carl Anthony Towns on my team. He is the last person I want. As a personal vendetta, this is hilarious. Bro, if we're talking about, I just, I can't do it. I can't do I it. His vibes, are, his vibes are crazy. It really like, I'm actually irked right now. Yeah. His, his vibes <laughs> are just, I, no, no. I no. think naturally when it comes no. to Cat, like he's it already can't, can't was happen. always put as at a uh, disservice. It can't happen. He has natural flaws <laughs> that don't allow him to naturally, it won't put, because of his flaws, he won't be able to just, you have to put a specific team around him with Cat. And when you do the complete opposite and move him at the four and do all this wonky stuff on the offensive end, like paint a little bit more clogged and all that, like mm-hmm. it just amplifies all of his issues like times five, which is nasty. Yeah. And so now Cat is in a weird position. The entire organization is in a weird position. Now they're going to have to trade Cat because of the stupid ass move that they did a, a year ago now. And. I think Cat is better than what you're giving him. I think what's just blinding you is that I said he's the know, seventh best center in the NBA, and now I'm like blinded. Yes, that seven is crazy. crazy. I, I mean, I don't crazy. have that much higher, so it's not that crazy. Seven. It, it, I mean, I don't either, but it's like seven is like, come on now, like we can be better than that. <laughs> can we? Can we? <laughs> I'm not defending. Look, the I'd, greatest I'd thing that Carl Anthony the counts. Six guys. The greatest thing. It's that just he's like Brook Lopez is Brook Lopez. Like Brook Lopez is a role player at this point. Like yeah. he just can't do it. It's 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 the things a lot of people do is like you glorify people that don't have a lot of holes because they're not asked to do as much. But that's that's the reason why. If Carlton Towns was asked to be a role player, he'd be fucking incredible. Like it's just like it's biased towards somebody who has higher expectations, but they're still a better player. They exactly. just like I said, have higher expectations for what they have to do. Exactly. And so because of like I if you are if you are better then yes, I'm going to expect more out of you. And if you can't do that, then it's like, yo, you're just in this weird space where you're, again, you're not bad enough to where I can just be like, oh, you go over there. But you're also just good enough to where you're going to disappoint me every single time. Yeah. And I can't <laughs> and I can't deal with that 
on my but on my team. So see, I'm not with, taking within it. those expectations. You have to see through it and understand the predicament that they're put into. But I don't care. Genuinely, when I think of Carl Anthony Towns, I immediately think of Jordan Woods and a collaboration he did with Jadion <laughs> oh like a couple months ago, bro. Those are some oh, of the most Gideon. memorable things. Those are some of the <laughs> most memorable somewhere else. I, I, collaboration, I, bro. Same. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Bro, I can't talk about nothing on this podcast. Yeah. No, 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 cut, no. cut. <laughs> Stop the presses. <laughs> oh, right, man. Bro. Let's move on to the top five. This is hilarious. Don't get wild. Wow. <laughs> At number five, I have Carl Anthony Towns, nice. man with the legend, apparently. A right. four, I have Bam Adebayo. Three, Anthony Davis. Two, Joel Embiid. You're so lucky I don't flip them. One, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I was fully expecting you to flip them and and put AD over. Wow. I'm giving I'm giving Embiid his credit. He deserves it. He's he's been better. Does more responsible more responsibility. But man, if I had to pick somebody on a playoff series, I don't think I'm picking Joel Embiid. Wow, man. Yeah, I have the exact same list as you, <laughs> Isaac. I nearly put Joe AD at two and Joel Embiid at three because of all the mishaps that Joel Embiid just happens to have. But then I have to remember, like, you know, like, the whole injury thing, AD has that, too. And yeah, also, right? like, AD, yeah. Joel Embiid don't play with fucking LeBron, so it's, exactly. like, pretty sure, like, <laughs> things would be different if Joel yeah. Embiid had LeBron on his team. But sadly, he doesn't. Whenever he goes down, he has to rely on fucking Tobias Harris. And, like, that's a steep <laughs> decline and drop off. So... That's why yeah, I, give, I give him beat. He's the respect. number one option. Has to carry it. He carries an immense load as number one option. Like I'm just joking when I'm making fun of him in the playoff series things. The way Joel Embiid's able to be a lead creator as a big man is incredible. It's only him and Jokic are capable of doing that. For everything AD does well, he's a better defender than Embiid. I think he has his offensive strengths, of course, but being able to be the lead engine creating offense for other people as a center out of the post, especially like the high post, like Embiid, it's so hard to do that. And be able to be mobile like he is, be able to not be a great passer, but create opportunities that you keep the ball moving with and that creates for others. AD's never really been able to do that. And that's just a difference that you can't like you can't look past that because of injuries. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm cool I, with that. I literally had the same this as you. It's so we, funny. I had, the, I had the same I had the same gripe. I had the same like, do do I want to? Do I want to? Because I Listen, that recency bias was coming in strong. <laughs> strong. Yeah. Something that I am happy about, and I feel like the rest of the NBA community has turned the corner, is like Bam Adebayo is genuinely a better player than 90%, a better center than like 95, 90% of the NBA. He's officially like surpassed Cat. Um, and been that's that. something, yeah. I think, yeah, for sure. I think he's definitely been done that. But I think holistically now, like this is, this is something that everyone agrees with worldwide around the NBA community. The defense is invaluable. He's made a leap offensively, been more aggressive, has, of course, his bag has always been there. But I think everyone realizes just how much offense you could run through him at times, even though you don't want him ideally being your first or second option, but he's shown capabilities of doing that. And so Bam is Bam, bro. He's um, he's an amazing yeah. fine player, bro. Yeah, wow. it's mostly defense things. I think he's legitimately a defensive player of the year caliber defender. So add on, not the best offensive skills. Like he's not as good as like Cat Sabonis or whatever offensively, but there is offensive utility there. He is a solid passer. He can do stuff in the short roll. He's a good ball handler. He has his little floater game. He's a, he's a good finisher coming up when he's uh, having others create for him, giving him dump off passes and stuff. 
So he does enough on offense that you can really, really raise him high for that defense. Yeah, for sure. I'm so happy for Bam, bro. I still can't get over how Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, for sure. You had the same five. So Donovan, what's yours? Um, All right. So my five, I have Sabonis at five, Bam at four, AD, Embiid, Jokic. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm giving Sabonis his, his credit. Like last year in Sacramento was just crazy. And he's like, close to he's close to a triple double that team was the three seed like if you're gonna do it for one year you gotta you gotta give him some some type of props now so i'll yeah. put i'll put him yeah. at five that's fair i just think that obviously his defensive limitations are his defensive limitations i think you'll never win with him like i said mm-hmm. but it's his offensive limitations that really bother me too he plays such yeah. a specific style of offense that we saw against the warriors which it's hard to hold it too much against him because the Warriors are like a genius defensive team that are as good as any team ever at that, uh, abusing your weaknesses. And it, and it took uh, 50 points in game seven to knock him out when De'Aaron Fox yeah. broke his finger. So it's like... Yeah, but I just think that the things that the Warriors did to expose Sabonis in terms of sagging off him, negating his passing by not allowing the dribble handoffs to work because they just ignore Sabonis and force him to be a perimeter shooter. I think that's just like easy to do and like every team can do that. I don't think it was like some genius high level thinking that Steve Kerr pulled out that isn't replicable. Like he was the first one to think of it and do it. But I think like every other team can replicate that. And I think that's going to be a Sabonis issue going forward. And I know he was dealing with a hand injury for the second half of the season. So maybe that was what was destroying his shooting touch. And maybe that's what you can point to as the reason why he was just standing there wide open, not shooting. But I, I kind of tend to believe that's who he is. I think it's a little bit of, of both. Like, I don't think he's going to be as much of a non-shooter as he was, um, like, moving forward. Because that the amount of space that he had was just ridiculous, right? It's and disrespectful. Like, like, for somebody that has, like, the offensive talent like he does, excuse me, for somebody that has the offensive talent like he does and has more of, like, a green light, like, they do that to Draymond, but Draymond obviously doesn't have, like, the green light, like, Sabonis to take those jumpers. He's he's going he's gonna to be okay. And if he, if he takes two or three of those jumpers a night or or in a series it's going to be it's going to be much better i just I mean, there's a reason he wasn't taking them he's not fucking good at them like i don't yeah. want him taking them that's the problem you still, you still have to, it was listen, so jarring if bro you're, if nobody is around you if the closest person to you is seven feet away you're gonna have to take an elbow jumper like you're just gonna have to do it and i think that he would have if he could make them and i think i think that i i think that the hand injury hurt a little Right. Yeah, and so fair. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt too, but it's just like the rebounding is really nice, the passing is is nice, and for a team where it's like, I mean, listen, you you're looking at at, at Sacramento, and you say it all the time that you think like you don't want to give De'Aaron Fox. I think I think Mo and I are, are higher on De'Aaron Fox than you are, and like, would you take Sabonis or would you take Fox? Oh, Fox easily. Oh, that was yeah. actually that was actually the complete opposite of what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole point. I, I had a whole point set up. <laughs> Never mind. We're here. No, I just I just <laughs> rate Fox a little lower because I think there's a lot of good point guards. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't fucking want Sabonis on my team. I'm sorry. Like yeah. the way you feel about Cat, I feel about Sabonis. Not to okay. that dramatic extent of like I want I don't want like Sabonis dead. Like you hate Cat. I God. Like, okay, come on, now. come on, now. come on. Now. <laughs> I'm joking, but like I don't have like a personal vendetta against Sabonis. But like, I don't have any interest in building around him for the resources it would take, for the the touches he would demand as the caliber player he is. I just have no interest in building around that type of player. That's fair. And after next, listen, when we do this next season, Sabonis might be number ten. He might have a serious fall. Yeah. But as but as for this season going into next year, 
and you look at the Kings and like the offensive structure and they're keeping everything the same. In the regular season, I think that they're still going to be really good. And I think it's going to be because of Sabonis and how he kind of unlocks that offense. So I'm going to give him the the props. Yeah, that's fair. Solid. Yeah, I, I don't. It's it's marginal, but I 110 yeah, percent agree with everything you guys said. Next year, I I don't imagine a world where this, the Kings maybe they do end up being a third or second seed or whatever. But I'm going to see through Sabonis's flaws, and I I just don't see a way where I can put him like six still. She's tricking people. This is just regular a season merchant. This is just a nod, and I have to respect that his bonus is a genuinely good NBA player, but he just has such glaring flaws that are so important to winning in basketball to the point to where, like, we can't win with you, bruh. <laughs> Your arms are small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He <laughs> said arms too small. I just got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, our. That's our top 30 centers in the NBA list. Yeah. Let that be the end of this segment. Ushering in TikTok time. Ooh. Let's go. As always, we're going to start with the draft. But this time we're going to do a twist in the draft. I feel like they're making it kind of stale. We're going to do something different. This time, instead of drafting five players with a certain criteria, we're all going to start with the same player and build a team around them. And the best player to start with that, the most unique player, Steph Curry. We're all going to build a team around Steph Curry. Wardell, I will set you up to win. No worries. And we're going to do only (laughs) current players. No, you will not, Mo. No, you will not. So we're going to do only current players. We've got to build around them. And because we already have a point guard, we're going to add six man to this. So we still draft five players each. Gotcha. Let's draft NBA lineups around Steph Curry with only current players. I got first pick. Mo gets second. Donovan third. All right. First pick. Give me Nikola Jokic. Dream combination. Best passer, best off move, best passer in the league, best off ball shooter. Dream come true. You got moist by saying that. I already know it's a dream come true for you, man. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me LeBron James. Genuinely the best player you could pa- you could pair up with Steph other than Shaq. Passing is gonna other be crazy. Jokic. Force to the rim. Him. Oh, I respect it. Don Rumi and- got. Okay, listen, <laughs> first off, right now, this is where I win. Give me give me Giannis, give me KD. That's pretty great. <laughs> listen, yeah. Steph, KD, Giannis. It's it's yeah. a wrap. It's a wrap. I got it. <laughs> that's pretty great. That, that's crazy. That's elite. That's elite. Can't hate on that. Can't hate yeah, on you that. I don't know how you picked. I would have picked Giannis. I should have put Giannis. Yeah, I should have picked Giannis. Yeah. But, the, but the passing moves me. The passing moves you from LeBron, bro. A couple <laughs> series up there. I'm mad, right. though, because I I, uh, I see where this is playing out, and I'm upset already. Why, why are you upset? Okay, so go ahead. Because I know the at my <laughs> At my four, give me Zion Williamson. Okay. Unique pick. Him and LeBron, not necessarily the greatest fit along Steph, but Steph's gravity makes up for everything imaginable. Okay, I like okay, that. Okay. I'm going to go with this double pick. Jason Tatum and Kawhi Leonard. Mm, okay. I got two big wing defenders to cover my two iffy defenders. I'm in there. Okay, nice. Speaking of defense, go ahead and give me Anthony Davis. Ah! Spacing is dookie butt. But no! Hey, spacing okay. is dookie, but don't worry about that. It's not a question when you have Steph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Damn, I should have picked AD low key. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's that's what I thought you were gonna go. I thought you I were... forgot about him. I, was, I didn't write anything down this time. I was trying to think of like who are the best players in the league, and I was running through it in my head. 
Like, yeah. okay, no Luca, no Dame. <laughs> All right. Um, wait, can I pick my six man already or no? You sure. can if you want. Okay, I have a, I have a double pick, so I'll do this. So for my six man, give me Dame. And the, wait, the six man has to be an actual six man. Come on, uh, <laughs> fraud. Oh, that's that's what. My, my bad. I didn't know the rules. <laughs> didn't know the rules. Okay. Um. Well, dang. So at my two, yeah, we do that. At my two, give me Paul George. Okay. And then it's big. And then at my five, listen, this guy, they just work together so well. I just have to have them. Give me Draymond Green. I knew you were gonna do that. That's a good pick. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. That's a solid pick. Best. Best player who I was gonna, I was gonna well pick him, him, came so, back around to me. Solid. That's solid. I like that. All right. So for my two, this is not natural, but the play style is fucking ridiculous. Give me Tyrese Halliburton flying up and down the court and that in that pace, throwing lobs to Zion, LeBron, AD, spotting out Steph in the corner. Vibes are immaculate. <laughs> Your team is mad experimental. That that's what I'll say. <laughs> I, like I still don't know if it's great, but it's you. You hey. might be cook. Listen, you could be cooking, but you could put also this not team be- in two K. Put this team in two K, and you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> you'll see My the vision. Pick, I was gonna go Luka Doncic and go just all out talent. Let me pick the perfect player to play next to Jokic. Give me Jaron Jackson Jr. That's good. That's a good pick. Yep. That's a great pick. That's wow. a great pick. And then wow. sixth man. For sixth man, give me the best scorer that's a bench player in the league. Give me Tyler Hero. Shit. Right, I needed him. Pick. Easy pick. You, you, I needed him for the bench, sake. Though. I needed him for the <laughs> sake of spacing, and you stole my pick. Okay. Love it. Give me the actual six man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. Does everything for me. If he makes it to the playoffs, they definitely will, bro. Put matches <laughs> up on 2K and see what happens. Nah, you got him, AD Zion. You got an infirmary team. <laughs> uh, so in, so in injuries, injuries in the chest caved in by Jokic. Injuries off in 2K, and I promise you will be straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where do, where do I want to go with this? Where do I want to go? I kind of want like a tweener. We're going to, we'll roll here. We'll roll here. With my sixth man, give me Josh Hart. It's a good pick. I respect that. Yeah. So that's, that's, ass. So that's <laughs> it's not a good what? pick. <laughs> that's ass. That's so Why? bad. You could have picked Why? Emmanuel quickly. What the hell's wrong with you? You're a Knicks fan. I was thinking, listen, with Josh Hart? I was, I was thinking quickly, but Hart has more versatility. I like Hart. It's not, it's not, it's not ass. It's not terrible. It's ass fake, bro. I wouldn't have done that. I would have picked Bobby Portis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Kawhi Leonard, Jaron Jackson, Nikola Jokic. Tall line. Oh, my goodness. After Steph, everybody I'm just... Huge. Wow. Lockdown. <laughs> you have Luka, you said? Damn. No, I didn't pick Luka. Oh, you didn't pick Luka. Okay, Curry, no, Jaron instead. Oh, okay. Who's going to... Okay, damn. Yeah, your team is fucking nasty, bro. Jokic, <laughs> along, along with all them big-ass people. Fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. We're done. We're, we're done, Donovan. <laughs> we Don't done say we. Sure. Don't say we. You. I'm not you're, with you. My you're bottom tier good. right with me. You're My bottom tier, good. too. I refuse to be alone. Good. I refuse. <laughs> Say, say uh, your team. Say your team, and then I'll say my right. team, and then you can see team. how much better my team is. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so, of course, Steph Curry, whatever, cool. Got Halliburton, LeBron, Zion, AD, and for my sixth man, I got Brogdon. Halliburton was a weird pick. 
weird. Halliburton is not a weird pick at all. You see the fit. Yeah, we all see the fit. It's not supernatural. I don't, I don't, but I don't see the fit at all. <laughs> he's a big point guard. Pass first, likes to play guard? fast. He's, and Curry. he's another point guard who has dumbass range. Bro. And what Brock- do you mean? Okay, I guess. All right, so you're over there. Right? <laughs> why not pick? Why, why not pick Luca over Halliburton? Exactly. Moving on. on. He can't even explain it. Anyways, so my team: I have Steph Curry, uh, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Draymond, and Josh Hart coming off the bench. It's a pretty good team. I can't rock with Josh Hart. You get your chest bro. caved in by Luka Doncic. I mean, by yeah. Nikola Jokic, but it's a good team. Yeah, exactly, bro. Giannis is right there. Yeah, I'm just going to worry about Jaron Jackson giving him a mouthful. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. uh, next TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to say yeah. a handful. I meant Whoa. to handful. No. I meant to handful. No, you, you knew didn't. what you were no, you doing. Didn't. All right, next thing we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so next thing we're going to do. We're not going to do the tier list. We're going to do the tier list in a little bit later. But Shaking it up. Mix it up. Mix up the order. Next thing we're going to do is we're going to rate some NBA mascots. This will be Ooh. fun. Let's go. Let's go. Mo, I think let's you got some mascots to show go. if you're hosting this one. Yep. Hit us with that hook and we can laugh at these motherfuckers. Okay, cool. Let's rate these NBA mascots. Okay. All right. So first up, we got the Denver Nuggets mascot over here. I don't even know what the dude's huh. called. I think his name is Rocky. I think it <laughs> is, is a cat. I, I think it is Rocky. Listen, I, w- I want to take off points because it's a nugget and we just put this cat out here. <laughs> But he's in this hot suit <laughs> a mile above sea level. This He for sure cannot breathe at any time during the game. I'm giving him a 10 out of 10. Ooh, dedication, <laughs> pure, bro. Pure grit. I yeah. hope he has a nice salary. He deserves it, bro. I bet. See, when you're doing something this strenuous, you just have to want it bad enough. He probably does it voluntary. He probably doesn't even get paid. He, he's just about the grind. Yeah, exactly, bro. And, and that's in what terms I want of my Mastercox. Facts, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Make my family have a better reasons. time on They're there. in it for the love of the game. I Pure love, it, love bro. of the game. <laughs> I love it, bro. This is a this is this is a W mascot. Never been in any <laughs> beef ever. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. Next mascot. Nice Whoa, we got the Sacramento Kings lion. Nah, this who is, is this? This, is much, this? This is too much of a furry. This is a little too HD for me. <laughs> This is this is kind of scary. This looks like it can Damn. scare the kids. I'm three. Yeah, it looks like I took some scarecrow gas and then I looked at this. Like it's it looks like my worst nightmare version. Facts. This when definitely they, when they did been... play when they did movie costume design in the seventies. This is what it looked like. This is, this is the this is the line from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> y'all ever watch Between the Lions? Y'all ever you're all ever on that PBS show? Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> I didn't classic. Like classic. <laughs> this is Between the Lions. <laughs> That's yeah, good. bro. They got the PBS budget out here. <laughs> yeah, bro. This lion looks like the monster under my bed. I don't know what they were thinking with this right here. This you lion can't, you can't see the eyes. Four. You can't even see the yeah, eyes. Yeah, that's the scary so part. Scary. This lion looks like he spends a lot of time on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'd be on Reddit. <laughs> Listen, that's a uh, that's a very specific demographic for people who be yeah, on Reddit. Soul. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next one. All right. Next up, we got whatever the fuck t- we got. Whatever <laughs> this is that the Miami produced. What is this, bro? This looks like a reject of some kid show, bro. <laughs> it looks like he was supposed no, to be a long like lines of bars. Dummies outside of car dealerships that are all. <laughs> it looks like that. Oh, bro! Like this. Yeah, this doesn't know. even make any sense. 
It doesn't make no. it looks like it belonged on you know, remember that cartoon show called Something's Imaginary Kids? Imaginary House of Kids or whatever the hell? Nope. Blue's nope. House of Imaginary Kids. I think that's what it was called. This nope. looks like an imaginary cartoon. This Not looks like all. an abomination. That uh, some Yo Gabba Gabba shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. This looks like a cat's shoe toy. It looks like it looks like they were trying to give the mascot like superpowers, and then this is just like a failed experiment. Why couldn't they just keep it simple and just make a flame? <laughs> it looks like, like they got a glue stick and rubbed it on an orange cat and picked it up, and that's what it looked like. Yeah, bro. Like there, there you go. Oh, Foster from Magic Your Friends. That's what you meant. Yes, exactly. I couldn't think of the name for some reason, bro. But Blues. it looks like one of them. Oh yeah, no, listen. Blues. I, I a hundred percent knew what Mo was talking about. I, did, I was just going along <laughs> that I didn't know. He was just describing it so poorly. <laughs> yeah, this looks like this looks like it would be a cleaning product that cleans your dishes really well. <laughs> like it would be oh, marketed absolutely. on like TikTok. No. Actually, this looks like it belongs on a vacuum commercial, bro. After my dumbass for your kid spilled some spilled some of his grape juice on my carpet, it's like no worries, I got you. This is how you do it. Uh, yeah, it's but, a scrub daddy product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely nightmarish. <laughs> I'm supposed to be rating them. Uh, I'm gonna give this like a two. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I want to say one because it just doesn't make any sense. It's not as scary as the as the Kings one, so I'll give it a four. It looks more family friendly. It's like True. You, get points, you get points for that if you're a mascot. So four. I just think he looks dumb. I don't fuck with him. Alright, what's next? Now you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got the San Antonio Spurs dingo. This is a dingo. Oh, no, right? out of 10. First off, it's not a dingo, it's a coyote. Oh shit. <laughs> correct. Dingo's crazy. We got the San Antonio Spurs coyote. <laughs> ten out of ten. Easy ten. He's this like is one of my favorite mascots. He's like that. Oh man, this guy's a, you gotta picture him when you're Bro, younger, look right? At his eyes. He's psycho. This guy's a good hang. He's just the type of guy you want that brings the energy. This is like hammy from over the hedge. I fuck with him heavy. See? <laughs> this makes sense, bro. Shout out to the San Antonio Spurs I mean, for does hitting it? their mascot. It does. You're How? you're in Why? you're in Texas. You're in Texas. I mean that there are coyotes in Texas. That, well, that, I mean, like, that doesn't mean that that makes sense. Imagery. Listen, I like him. I like him. The, the coyote's cool because he's just like always doing random stuff. He's he like he really just be out here like being a mascot. Like he really embodies that. <laughs> but like like you Facts. know what I'm saying? Like there's, listen, there's a lot of mascots that don't bring it every night. This guy he does he shows up every day. Lunch lunch pail in his hand. He comes to work. <laughs> he entertains the fans. I like it. I'm with it easily. I, damn near iconic. If you ask me, man. He wakes up every day. Supports his coyote family. Is a good dad. I fuck with him. Exactly. This is a solid eight, bro. But it's just a little bit of crazy behind his eye that like, you know <laughs> when he has the chance to be unhinged, he's out of there. <laughs> uh, this is solid. All right, what's next? <laughs> Look at that. He's jumping in the picture. He's always just <laughs> doing something. <laughs> that is true. I need to catch that. Just a wild boy. <laughs> uh, all right. The Orlando Magic's abomination. <laughs> is that a fucking cow? This looks like eight animals combined into one. No, this genuinely, is a fail, this is a failed Disney character for sure. This is a BoJack Horseman character. This guy's uh, crazy. He doesn't yeah, have a number. Bro. That's lame. No number. He has. He's Damn, wide. He's not even on the team for real. Don't rock with he him. He has like the that? mouth of Bad a vibes? cow. Oh my goodness, bro. This is just atrocious all around. I don't know what they were aiming for when it comes to this. This is what magic is. This is this makes me want to don't believe in magic. It's like this looks like black magic, dude. What was he thinking about? This is a three. Yeah, I'll give it a solid three. I mean, the colors are cool. It's creative, I guess. I don't know what they're creating, but it's they, not, it's not they, creative. They're, they're cooking something. It's not I ain't creative. Gonna lie. This is like this is like a drawing from a four year old. 
<laughs> that too. Facts. Just doesn't <laughs> make you get, sense. I just sketch and you draw something that comes to life. This just pops out. Yeah, bro. The fact that Aaron Gordon brought this cross eyed too in the dunk contest probably is the reason what lost what costed him the draft the dunk contest, bro. I would have mm. yeah, for sure. Investigate. If he'd brought the coyote out, he would have won. Facts. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Showmanship on a thousand. Yeah, for sure. Pure vibes. Next Back. one. Woo! The Oklahoma City Thunder. Is this That's a crazy. Buffalo? OKC is Buffalo. Bison? I thought that was Lou Dort. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah. Damn. No, this is crazy. This is like yeah. a costume you see in like a 90s Disney Channel movie where like the movie's about somebody being turned into an animal and having to be a high schooler or something. <laughs> this is crazy looking. Yeah, because the I face have- really does look kind of realistic. A little, a little bit. I don't. Remember I have Will no Smith words. Movie? Remember that Will Smith movie on Netflix about like the ogres were like amongst people, and it was like an allegory for race. Oh yeah, oh, shit. that movie Bright. was trash. <laughs> trash. But this is a character from Bright. I, that's the movie. That was that was so bad. That was so bad. That that check had to be crazy though. Shout out Will Smith. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll give this a cool. I'll give this a cool seven. This is a solid mascot. It looks. It's a little bit scary, but it's kind of cool, so I, I'll look past the scariness. Why does nobody have a mascot that actually matches their name? Like we haven't been, we haven't seen anything that's that's bad. Can we get Benny the Bull here? Yeah, right. He's out here. Uh, I don't even want to talk about this movie. That was a waste of two hours. I'll never get back. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I have to imagine no kid has ever willingly wanted to take a picture with this mascot in particular, bro. Nightmare. This is like a six. Counterpoint. I like it, but it does look kind of stinky. I'll say that. He's sweating his balls off in it. Oh, Are yeah. you kidding me? Kind of sticky? Uh-huh. Might have to drop it to a six. I'm not going to lie. That is a musty yeah. mascot. Yeah. <laughs> musty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, one. Ooh. Anything associated with the Clippers? Zero. One. <laughs> I don't know what this is. It's a whack mascot. Is, what, what is this? It's a condor. <laughs> This is disgusting, bro. No, this is a Looney Tune. That face is too HD. It's too cartoony. It just looks like it's a wannabe Looney Tune character. I feel like I've seen this animal in a cereal box before or on a cereal box before. Toucan Sam? (laughs) Yeah, Toucan Toucan Sam wannabe, bro. Fraud. I wish wish that the Clippers would do something that would make me look at them and be like, oh, they're not lame. But then they roll this guy out every single night to entertain the fans. It's like, guys, you're doing it to yourself. This is the character you see in TV shows when they have like Mm -hmm. fake cartoons that the kids are watching that are like rip-offs of Looney Tunes or Disney. That's what this looks like. Yeah, bro. This is a parody of an existing character. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, bro. Bootleg mascot is wild. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) They they got their mascot from the flea market. Yeah, from the flea market. Yeah, bro. Oh, hold Who on. is that? Hold on. Whoa. Who is this, that? This changes things. I did he, not know he was dripped out like that. Did, did he take a trip crazy. to Atlanta or <laughs> I didn't what? Know that either. What? He took a trip to Atlanta. Hold on. Uh, he's paying the town red. This is crazy. This might have to be a nine. He went from like a four to a ten. Dripped uh, out? I, Cuban Link? Listen, oh my, my goodness. Bad. I was not familiar with this game. <laughs> I didn't see your movies. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know this was you. My bad. My bad, uh, fam. My bad, fam. You got it. Yeah. You got 10. it. You yeah, got it. this picture's a 10, bro. I see how you like, like the Clippers shit. more now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. He looked All like right, a real next. person in that one. With the, with the change <laughs> of the sunglasses. He looked like, like an actual lame. human. No, that's yeah. Chet Holmgren right there. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wow. good. Uh, shout out Next to one. Jet. Is that it? Next up. Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> Now, this is nightmarish, genuinely. New Orleans, <laughs> oh. what were you thinking? Oh, my. I'm scared. This is a misadventure of a flopjack character. This is horrifying. <laughs> oh, yo. I don't, I don't I like this. I just have like the inner urge to punch it in the face. I don't like this. Mm-mm. I, I'm this, not a fan. The only reason why like I should harm is, it. What does that the say? Only re- I heart <laughs> king. The only reason why this is a mascot is Smoothie because king. it's because like, of Mardi like, Gras, oh, bro. King Center? Nah. This is a Mardi Gras tradition. That's this is why this is their mascot. It's ridiculous. Bro, fuck Mardi Gras. This is a Hills Have Eyes tradition. This nah. thing is terrible. I swear to God, I seen the, I seen this dude on Annabelle. He's one of them. He's one of the mystical, evil ass dolls that, that are in scary movies. Seen him before. No, I don't. I don't rock with this. I don't rock with this. I have to get serious think, on this one. I, I I don't rock with this. This is. Booty. I think we have to intervene. This, this that magic. <laughs> it's that I magic. Think we, I think we have to take action. I think we have to kill this baby. Oh, Yo, you're thinking, woo, killing is crazy. We <laughs> <laughs> could have just, just gone for a lawsuit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, this is a zero. Uh, I don't fuck with this at all. Yeah, this like is that. easily a zero. This is this does nothing. How do you know? Does it bring excitement to the game? It does something. It makes me upset. Honestly, bro. Honestly, bro. It makes me not want to ever go to the Smoothie King Arena. To be real with you, you just made my day worse by showing me this. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> the episode's over. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a baby to beat up. <laughs> uh, Next one. That Next it? up. Is that it? The last one? Oh, that's nice. It. We oh, ran those through. are some mascots. <laughs> Thank goodness. Because if, if there were more mascots like that, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> You're about to go Donovan Nightmares? Yeah. Can't handle it. I have, oh, <laughs> yeah. I have to sleep with the that light on today. That's hilarious. That's great. All right, next thing we're going to do, we're going to go back to some basketball talk. This time, we're going to do something we've been doing. We're going position by position, talking about the best players in franchise histories. Today, we're going to talk about shooting guards. Okay. So, this will be fun. Bucky Gitters. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to name some teams, and we got to say who's the best shooting guard in their history. So, who is the best shooting guard in this NBA team's history? I said that weird. Who is the best shooting guard in this NBA team's history? The Golden State Warriors. I mean, it has to be Clay Thompson. Clay? Right? It has to be Clay. Yeah. Does it? Once so many rings. Is a small forward? Is yeah. it very small forward? Yeah. I think uh, in my mind, good. yeah. Chris Mullen? The, the bus cut was so bad that I have to put Clay over him. <laughs> <laughs> vibe is terrible. Yeah, vibe is terrible. I don't know. Bro. I mean, I think Clay's a, Clay's a better shooter. He's a better defender. He's in I, more historic. He, he's in he's more history books, bro. It has to be Clay. It has yeah. to be Clay. One chips okay. done historic shit that will never be broken. Yep. 50 points in 29 minutes, I think, with limited dribbles. I think he took 13 dribbles or something crazy. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was insane. So yeah. Give right, me I'm cool with it. We're gonna have mad 42 year olds yelling at us, but I'm cool with it. You know nothing about ball. <laughs> Shut up, man. You can have a stroke. That's when you just pass the four at them. You just say, yeah. Four rings. Four rings. So you're be knocking down the doors of retirement homes. Uh, Next up, the Boston Celtics. Ooh. Okay. This is probably, probably besides Avery Bradley, we know that's obviously the answer. Oh uh, yeah, true, 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 true. Good call. Good call. Um, Damn. What is it? It's like Sam Jones or Casey Jones. 
if we're, if we're giving respect to, to the old guys, but if we're talking about post merger, when basketball actually started, um, <laughs> when John Havlicek is he shooting guard? Nah, he's he's he's. I would he think pr- of him as a wing. I don't think of him as a wing, but I don't know. Yeah, I thought he was a Maybe. three. Let's see what he's listed as. And isn't he pre segregation? Okay, have a check. Most of his years are small forward, so we won't count him. Okay. It can't okay. be. It's not. Jalen Brown's not on the competition. No. Ray Allen was too old when he got there. Was but he got a chip though? Damn, we were. This is, is a good ass question. Is it Ray Allen? No. He left and went to the Heat. Can't be around. Their largest, the legacy is tarnished. <laughs> I don't know. This this is kind of tough. Let's just go ahead and give it to Jalen Brown. I'm not giving it. Oh, to Jaylen We're Brown. not giving it to Jalen Brown. That's not the He's defaults. Not. He's not. Oh, y'all hating. You know what? We will give it. We'll, we'll give it to Ray Allen. Say, no, that's bad. That's I mean, listen. Bad. A majority of their starts have been. Wings, so it's like the two guard hasn't really been a a strength of theirs. Fuck it, Bill Sharman. Oh my god, bro! Y'all would do anything but give it to Jalen Brown. <laughs> uh, so who are we going? We're going Ray Allen. I'm not giving this to Jalen. Sure, whatever. <laughs> I want Jalen, but we'll go Ray, even though he's a traitor. <laughs> this man's going to going to war for fucking Jalen Brown. <laughs> I feel like we're forgetting somebody. We 100 percent are. And people check. listen. People think about the errors. Who? Uh, yeah, they have a lot of small forwards, point guards, and centers. They have had go Sam Jones. I think we got to go Sam Jones over over Ray Allen. I think that's fine. Let's let's do it. I hate when we give respect to pre segregation basketball, but you got to do what you got to do. I don't like it. Lame. The Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh. Chris this- Middleton. Chris Middleton. <laughs> it is not Chris, Chris Middleton. Lumpy head Middleton. Why not? Lumpy head? Come on now. Don't, what do you don't got against <laughs> like that. Lumpy head. head. What do you have against Lord Lumpy? <laughs> he's, so not, Ray he, Allen. he's not Sidney Moncrief. Young Ray Allen. <laughs> you can go Ray Allen if you really want. But Ooh, they young, also have Sidney Moncrief. Young Ray is so underrated, bro. Forget about him. But there's Sidney Moncrief. I'm going, I'm going with Sidney Moncrief. Let's do it. Yeah, it's like... Ray Allen has the cool factor, like he was he was awesome. But Sidney Moncrief was legitimately one of the best players in the NBA in his day. I don't know if you, you Ray Allen was never a top five player in the league. Never, top five vibes for sure. Mm, yeah, I mean, listen, the the vibes are there, but he's just he's not Sidney. He's not, he's not Mr. Moncrief. <laughs> just just because his jersey was just because he had the cool Bucks jersey doesn't mean that he's the best shooting guard Facts. that they've ever had. Just because he had some cool movies doesn't mean he was better than Sidney Moncrief. Movie. Not, not movie. True. <laughs> he could not act. He could not act. <laughs> Chris Middleton but, is still the greatest to me. <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers. We is do not care. Paul George? <laughs> we do not care. Uh, y- y'all can have this one. I'm sitting this one out. I'm not discussing. Paul I'm, not, I'm not discussing Clipper history. I'm not doing that. God, it's so bleak, bro. <laughs> not doing that. So are we skipping the Clippers just because of the Clippers? Yep. Lou Will. All right. Next team. All right. <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> okay. Are we counting Thunder and Sonic history? Yes. Okay, cool. Either either way, it's probably still like... Wait. How we... Is Shea a point guard or a shooting guard? I, Depends are we, on who are we you picking talk him to. over James Harden? 
In terms of his Thunder career, for sure. James Harden was never an all-star with the, with the Thunder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's, here's SGA is a better Thunder player, for sure. Here's what I'll say. Shea is a point guard or a shooting guard, depending on what agenda we are trying to push. Facts. If we want him to be better than Trey Young, he's a point guard. For yeah. this video, he's a shooting guard. So we're taking Shea. Let's go already. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There might be a Supersonics player I'm not thinking of from back in the day. Uh, maybe it's like, what's, what's his name? Not, is it Dale Let Ellis? Let the old heads be mad. Let the old heads be mad. More old heads, <laughs> please tell us what we're missing. <laughs> is it Dale Ellis? Is that his name? Dale Ellis? I thought it was Dell Demps or something. Who? I wouldn't. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you want to go Dale Ellis. He was a great shooter. But I don't I'm know. Shay, it might, it might be Shay already. It's Shay. I don't know who was out there playing in the 90s. They don't have drip like Shay, so they're not getting the nod. <laughs> was he ever on league fits like Shay? No. no. <laughs> we got to start having a tally for the amount of league fits drops that Mo has every episode. <laughs> Listen, we are uh, a very pro league fits pod. Facts. We love league fits here. All right, man. That's the end of that TikTok. Next thing we're going to do, we're going to do a classic, a tier list like always. And this time we're going to do a tier list of NBA teams that lost in the finals. Ooh. Loser. Loser alert. Yeah, the, the best losing teams. Let's put these NBA finals losers into a tier list. First off, the 2016 Warriors. Gotta be S tier losers. Oh, they, yeah. Listen, for two reasons though. One, they are actually a great team, 73 and 9. Two, they lost in the most embarrassing fashion of all time. <laughs> you blow a 3-1 lead, lose a game seven on your home floor. Steph gets dotted up by, by Kyrie on the wing. S tier all around. That was a monumental no. losing effort. You lost Facts. because your cornerstone player is, an, is a serial dick puncher and couldn't help himself. <laughs> Crazy. Also, Facts, also yeah. don't, don't forget, Harrison Barnes was out there hitting the side of the backboard. <laughs> over and over and over again. Nobody showed up. Yeah. And that's when the and that's when the term the curry stopper, Matthew Delavandova, really went ahead and started going crazy. Yep. Matthew Delavandova was putting himself in a cardiac arrest just to try to hold <laughs> Steph Curry to 25. <laughs> yeah. Next one. The 2012 Thunder. 2012 Thunder. You got to give him an A B? just because of... No, nah, I'll say A. They had, you had three MVPs on the team. Yeah, I mean, that's that is true, generous, but they though. weren't like real MVPs. Okay, I, I guess. Mean, Harden I guess, wasn't guess. at that level. Yeah, Harden wasn't there yet. I guess, I guess. They were young, too. Like, And Russ wasn't MVP level yet. Only one that you could say that was KD, but even he was young. They did yeah, lose exactly. four straight, too. They they won game one and they got... Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go B. I'll go B. This yeah, must, B, this has to B be at best. B. I damn near want to say C, but... Yeah, I'd say C Maybe. before I say A, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah let's no, say C. No, let's no, say no. C. Let's no, say no, C. no, 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 no. I hate you. Like, I, 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 okay, I'll, I'll live with B. I'll live with B. All right, whatever. B it is. <laughs> the 2022 Celtics. Is this A or B? I don't know. I mean, this was an all-time great defense, like legitimately. They just didn't have the offensive creation to keep up with the Warriors. And, that's and that Warriors team wasn't hole, even like... Bro. It wasn't even great. Team, yeah, the Warriors team wasn't team. like a top two championship team either. So like, I'm so saying can't be a. I'm saying C. it has to be B. I think B is solid. You have to give them respect for how far they came and just how historic their defense. <laughs> no, was. I don't. We're ranking final <laughs> losers. Everybody got to this point. <laughs> They're not special. Well, they they were C. special they for C. what they did. C. Yeah, what, they can go C. What did they do? 
They did the same thing as every other oh, team C? on the list. Oh, C? We're going C? Okay, cool. Yeah, C's cool. fine. All right, whatever. The 96 Supersonics. Ooh. Listen, you kind of have to put them in, in B. They were just facing 72 and 10, but they were yeah. they were they were amazing in the regular season cuz they won like 69 games I think or 60 something. It was like 60 something. they can't be A. That's what I Gary said. Payne was giving them boys that's, fit, man. That's what I said. A. Gary Payne was giving MJ fucking fits, bro. If it yeah, wasn't like for it was injuries, Brian Payton, Kemp was still Kemp. I I think that's a solid A. If it wasn't for injuries, bro, like we we might have be having entirely different discussions about the Supersonics team and Gary Payne. So I think it's A is warranted. And different discussions about those Bulls. Yeah. A is warranted. But Okay. The 2007 Cavs. F tier. That team. <laughs> that team was That team was trash. This is just good. LeBron. This is just Thank LeBron and was Carlos Boozer on this team or no? No. It was uh, no. it was Drew Gooden. It's like Larry Hughes, Big Z, very strong. This is gross. No, this team was terrible. Maybe e. okay. Maybe we go D. Actually, no, I don't even know. Like, no. Yeah, okay, no. rank this LeBron no. against every other team. That's how about that? That's a good. Yeah, that's a good they, scale. they have like they have an amazing version of LeBron. So maybe that gives him D at least. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they are getting swept in every finals that you put them. They are okay. not a good finals team. Fair enough. Okay, okay yeah, D's fair. They can be F. They suck. <laughs> All right, next up. What do I have next? The 2017 Cavs. 2017 Cavs. Oh, also, man. They kinda... Also, A tier. Yep, A tier. This is one of the better teams of the modern era to not win a championship. They yeah. got better from 2016. Had one of the best offenses in the modern NBA. Their defense was just as good, if not better, once the, regular, once the playoffs started. They just lost to the best team ever assembled. Exactly. They didn't took Loki is S, honestly. Okay, I don't think they were yeah. S. I would Thanks. stick to A. I would stick Why to not? A. This team was better than the 2016 team that beat the Warriors. They they are not the level of losers or <laughs> as good as the as the 2016 Yes, Warriors. they are. They definitely are as good as that 2016 Warriors team. They literally they uh, are not. They are not. They're not as good as 73 and 9. That's not happening. Oh, that's they, interesting They're better than the team that beat that team. They... <laughs> we are not going to do that. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? <laughs> Bro, the 2016 Cavs beat the team you're talking about, and this is a better version of that Cavs team. And guess what? As good as you think that that 2017 Cavs team is, the 2016 version of that... Again, it's not even like the 2016 team got like destroyed. They lost by four points in game seven. Like I'm, not, I'm just saying they should be the same tier. <laughs> and I'm saying they should not be on the same tier. That is, that is, they are like a minute and a half away from being undoubtedly one of the greatest teams in sports history. And you're telling me that this 2017 Cavs team is on that level? Do you not no. think the 2016 Cavs team is a comparable team to the 2016 Warriors? The 2016? No, nobody is. You think the 2016 Cavs were not on the same tier as the Warriors, the team that they beat? Yes, I yes, I wow. I'm, I'm agreeing with that statement. I think that that tw- that was that's one of the greatest choke jobs we've ever seen in sports. That team, there's no if you run that series, right? Like that's that's literally like some Marvel Endgame stuff. You run that series, that's the only series that the Cavs <laughs> win. When is when they come back down down three one. That's 73 and nine wins every time. We, I ain't gonna lie. I'm so stumped. I don't know which one it is. I might need some producer help with this one. 
Nikhil, move me. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this is not, tough. no. Are we putting A or S, Mo? A or S? Can I buzz in for help, Nikhil? <laughs> no, big one. You're the, you're the type of A or S. All right, shit. To be honest with you, bro, I kind of want to put them at A because they were just the 2016 cat. Our Warriors were unfuckwittable. So are we gonna, are logic, we gonna have no team besides the Warriors and S tier? Yes, seventy-three that's and nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, if we do a tier list of winners and we say that the '96 Bulls are the best team, we're not going to leave the Lakers out because they're not better than the Bulls. Like they're still S tier. They be top of the tier. You know what I mean? That is, they're too good for A tier. No, they're they're just ah oh, man. All right, whatever. <laughs> just, that team is crazy. smoking the Sonics. 2017 Cavs smoke the Sonics. Okay, well then the Sonics can be at the bottom of the tier and the Cavs can be at the top. <laughs> let's, let's go with that. Oh my god, <laughs> bro. This is so tough. This is Semantics. a good ass argument. I love this shit. <laughs> Y'all gonna have me doing some nasty Google searching and shit later today. <laughs> All right. The 2021 Suns. Oh, this is like C or C tier. C, I wanna say confidently. That was D? Did you say D? C. I C. would say D. Bro, this is a good ass team. I mean, that felt like a Mickey Mouse run, if anything. Uh, Mickey Mouse Why? run is so disrespectful. Why? Because <laughs> the Clippers were a good ass team. The Clippers had absolutely nobody in the in the conference finals. I f- I forget who they played in the in the semis, but I just nah, I just, I'm not with it's it. It's not their fault. They have to play who's in front of them. I'm not. I'm not moved. I'm going deep. I don't. I'll go see. I think. I, I think that's. I think if the 21 Suns played the 22 Celtics, the 22 Celtics beat them in five. Oh, I don't think so at all. I think this, the Suns, you have the end of Chris Paul's great years. Devin Booker had descended to being a superstar. DeAndre Ayton had his best playoff run by far. They beat the Lakers, and DeAndre Ayton was looking better than AD. Granted, he wasn't, but he had played phenomenal against him. Mikael Bridges was the best role player in the NBA. This was a legit great team. Ayton would have been manhandled by by 2022 Robert Williams. Like, he's getting destroyed. Oh, my goodness. You don't believe that. <laughs> not okay. You can't say that. Tense. Let's be real. Robert Williams is not this one-on-one mauler. That's ten, toes, ten toes. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand up twice so you see the ten. Down. It's ten toes <laughs> down. Like, I believe that. Those, those sons, those sons, who are they, who they, who they played? They, they played the Nuggets in the, in the second round without Murray. And then and swept them, and then who they play in the first round? The Lakers. The Lakers yeah. were injured. Oh, that's the that is the <laughs> most Mickey Mouse run I've seen to a finals in a while. I'm not. No, no, they're not as good as the 22. They're not. They're not. Okay, they still got. They can be the bottom. They still see two though. They're not whatever. Yeah, yeah, put them see whatever. They're good teams though. They're not better than them. Or right, they're not as good. They're, 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 they're not them. as good. They're not as good. This man will okay, go to war one. for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so passionate. The 2004 Lakers. This is A or B? Which one do we want to do? I feel like it's it's Shaq, it's Shaq and Kobe. It's Shaq yeah. and Kobe, so you yeah. got to put A. Oh, it's just a weird team, though, with like was was trying nasty? to do too much. Yeah, was Nasty Man on this team, too? Yeah. He was. And he was uh, injured, I, I think. That's why they lost. It's like they didn't have him healthy. Gary Payton was on this team too, right? Uh, yeah. Man, this team was... The corpse of Gary Payton was on this team, yeah. Yeah, no, this team is all then, over the place. And then Gary went and won another ring like three years, two years later. Yeah. So we're going to A? Yeah, I'm good with A. Yeah, sure, A. It's Shaq and Kobe, undeniable. Just all this shit around. Should it be him. S, low-key? Or I forgot we're just putting the Warriors in S? You're caught on. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
What do we got? How many teams is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got two left. Which ones? I'm going out of order, so I'm lost. Oh, okay. The 2001 76ers. 2000. I'll give them D. Actually, no. You got to you gotta give them F. You got to give them F tier. What? F. They're just as bad, if not worse, than the 07 Cavs because... No, the 07 Cavs are horrible. Damn. You're, At least he had Matumbo. At least he had Matumbo. Eric Snow moves you? <laughs> you it's so nasty. Okay. I, uh, okay. 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 What? Eric Snow. All right. I, I'm done with this. What? Good call. You're right. Okay. Let's put him F. Okay. Here we go. Have to. No. The comments are going to hate the you. The defense so did funny. move no. me for a second, but when you call us out like that, I had to backtrack. Eric Snow? <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because people are going to hate that because like, oh, they had Prime Iverson. He made the finals run. They took a game off the Lakers. It doesn't uh, matter. They were never going to win. They can play 100 games. Never. They might win five. <laughs> uh, I got to look at that roster. Hilarious. I got to look at that roster. That's, I think it's pitiful. Eric Snow is hilarious, bro. You <laughs> said Eric Snow moves you? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, bro. I can't, I can't, oh be, I can't be behind those claims. Where's this roster off, Donovan? Oh, my goodness. You got Raja Bell, Ron, <laughs> Rodney Buford, Speedy Claxton, Matt Geiger, Ty, <laughs> Tyrone Hill, Allen Iverson, Jermaine Jones, George Lynch, Todd McCullough, Aaron McKee. Can we scroll down a little bit? Uh, so I can see the rest of the list. Rush, how do you say his name? Rashawn McLeod. Oh, these are who the fuck is that? Dikembe Mutombo, Kevin Ali, who we only know because he's a coach. Pepe <laughs> Sanchez. Pepe Sanchez. Pepe. Shout out to my boy Pepe, man. Pepe Sanchez. And Eric Snow. No, this team is trash. Put him in F. <laughs> They suck. Pepe Sanchez. <laughs> Yo, Pepe Sanchez. <laughs> what a name. Dude, you, don't have to, you didn't have to say what? his name. He ain't getting no PT for real, bro. Damn. <laughs> Who My is goodness. Pepe Sanchez? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Come fake on. as hell. Come on. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I'm crying. Yo, the 2K generated player. Yeah, bro. They might have the 2K players over Pepe Sanchez. That's why you don't know him. He's not <laughs> oh in the game. God. Oh my God! Wow! Yeah, that's what was a weak. roster. Second leading score was Theo Rat, Rat- whatever his name was. Theo. <laughs> oh my God! Theo. Pepe Sanchez played 38 games in his career. Average point. <laughs> he averaged point five. Yo. He averaged point five points per game. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> points per game. Shot 27% from the field. You're foul. You didn't even have to mention his name. (laughs) You're foul. Oh, God. You're foul, yo. 0.6 rebounds. You're foul. And the best thing he did was pass the ball at 1.3 assists a game. (laughs) Hey, hey, he made 100% of his free throw. Oh, my goodness. He scored. Time out. If he's at 0.5 points, He's at 76 points for his entire career. <laughs> Damian Lillard gets that in a game. In a game <laughs> where he gets in a career. Oh, bro, you oh fall. my God. Pepe Sanchez. Wow. That man is two games of Prime Joel Embiid. <laughs> wow. Y'all foul, man. 
He was making minimum wage. <laughs> Dude, I looked up his <laughs> name on basketball reference and it didn't even show up. What the hell? Can I please see his can I see his per 36 numbers? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> Yo. If, if per 36, scroll down. If we treated Pepe Sanchez like a full-time professional <laughs> basketball player and said, listen, you're you're starting tonight, Pepe. What are, what are you what are you getting? Can you scroll down a little bit more? And that year for right there. He would have scored 4.8 points per game in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> He's Damn. awful. This is so 9. bad. 9.8 assists, 3.6 rebounds. Mm-mm. This is terrible. <laughs> he would have had five personal fouls and 4.8 points. <laughs> Yo, what NBA why player is his assist is at 9.8? <laughs> why is he averaging 10 assists a game? <laughs> is that like Kelly and Hayes or what? Damn. <laughs> Who the hell is this? <laughs> so listen, if you, give, if you give Pepe Sanchez 36 minutes a game, <laughs> he's Composo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, yo. Pepe Sanchez. Wow. Pepe Sanchez. Wow. <laughs> oh People are going to look man. back in like 20 years and look at NBA rosters today and be like, who is the NASA Sanchez? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He has yo. a brother named Costas. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, is this guy? And then oh, the last wow. one's name is just Alex. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. oh my god, wow. Uh, bro! Wow. No player is gonna want to show up on our podcast wow. on our podcast because of this segment, bro. Hey man, if we gotta lose the respect of Pepe Sanchez, he's never gonna talk to us. <laughs> I'll fucking take that. <laughs> I will live. I will live. Uh, oh my god, nah, that's fucking nah, hilarious. Nah, I can't. They have to be F tier. They have to be up to you. Well, I forgot this is a TikTok segment, dude. Or any <laughs> dude, it doesn't even matter. This is so funny. Yeah. Pepe Sanchez. Right, let's uh, move on to the next thing. S tier name. Next thing we're going to do, I have some NBA face mashes to show you guys. Oh, I cannot wait for this. And you guys have to guess the players that we're looking at. I cannot wait for this. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me say this a hook. I don't even know how to say it. Guess which two NBA players' faces are matched together. <laughs> I don't even say this. Which two NBA faces are matched are matched together? <laughs> which two NBA players are these put together? Here's number one. Okay. I have not gotten it yet. So let's see. I have no idea why, like okay, this here is we go. Ray Allen for sure. Oh, this is weird. And okay, Dennis so Rodman right? or something? Dennis Rodman. No, no that's, that not. is not Dennis Rodman. It's not Dennis Rodman. <laughs> You think this is Ray Allen? This is Ray Allen for sure. The Baldy is telling me everything I need to know. Plus, the Miami right, Jersey. You're yeah, right. The Baldy right. and the goatee telling me everything I need to know. You're right. <laughs> is this Steph oh, Curry? This is, that is Steph. That's Wardell. Yes, this is Steph Curry. That's Wardell. Damn. The, the mouth guard gives it away. <laughs> I, I wouldn't it's even the mouth guard. To the mouth guard. I'm like, yeah, I had to look. This is the shooters of shooters. God damn. <laughs> I looked him in his eye. I looked him in his eye and I knew that was Wardell. <laughs> yeah, this looks like a real NBA player, bro. I was going to say, this looks like Kenyon Martin fucking when he's 35. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is Kenyon Martin. Sped up, bro. Shit. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. You guys in Nikhil, you got him? Next one. Wait, where Ew. <laughs> this looks like a failed D1 prospect, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> God. Oh, this kind of looks like Anthony Bennett. 
Okay, so clearly <laughs> it's LeBron. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> clearly LeBron see, is one of them. He looked like he he got muscles for no reason. This is Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> this is has to be Eric Bledsoe, bro. This is Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah. Muscles for no reason, bro. Eric Bledsoe just has this. I don't know That's what LeBron look to him, and bro. baby LeBron. <laughs> yeah, bro. This is double LeBron. Yeah, Eric for Bledsoe. No re- he's baby LeBron for no reason. He just looks I like know, a deer staring at some headlights, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Oh, this player just okay. stupid. Okay, I, I, see, this? I see this. Okay, so we're mixing the the small, the short kings together. This is Allen Iverson and Isaiah Thomas. Yep. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Yep. Yep. Where? This one looks hilarious. He looks like he looks like his name though. is CJ something, man. What? You <laughs> sure there's not a real Bow player? Yeah, bro. What? Fact, this is like Mike. Yeah, this is like Mike yeah. for sure. <laughs> Facts. This is some movie. This is he was in some movie, bro. Damn. This is Alan Iverson. He look, yeah, bro? he looks like he'd be like Troy Bolton's teammate in High School Musical. Facts, exactly. <laughs> it looks like he was giving buckets too. AI and <laughs> AI and IT is a good mix. He looks like the player in a basketball movie that like talks back to the coach and gets kicked off the team. <laughs> like a Mexican guy from Coach Carter. Yo, I was just about Timo. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's hilarious. All right, next one. Uh. Ooh. Ew. This don't even this look is, good. This is Iman <laughs> Lillard. Gross, bro. <laughs> We need to put like the TikTok like inverted filter on it and then he might look like a real person. Can we flip the image? Because his face is slanted this way. It looks it looks weird. It looks weird. But yeah, this is this is Amon Shumpert and Damian Lillard. The box cut with Damian Lillard's head is so nasty. Bro, why they gave him two different upper lips? (laughs) <laughs> like why is this he, is lazy why photoshop is he on one side and then <laughs> just like got the vaseline on the other yeah and i can't tell if this is just dame miller's face but the eye is lopsided like shit on the right god oh, really? <laughs> this might be just Who dame's face these? though to be honest i don't yeah. know i found him online <laughs> oh that's uh, bro. all right next yeah. one ew <laughs> come ew. on people aren't even trying this looks like an insane player, bro. This I ain't gonna lie. If these two were for real mixed, greatest player of all time. Zero chance, bro. Man. He looked like Mo. he worked at Sam's Club for real, though. <laughs> Pushing carts or something. Mo, yeah. Mo, you, Mo, you know who this is, right? Yeah, this is KD and, and uh, Russ. There you go. Easy. We got it. KD and Russ, Easy for win. sure. This is a real person, I swear. Me. I swear this is a real person. Come on, I need, I need something tough. Right, next one. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, this is just, this is just another version of Donovan. <laughs> this is just another version of Donovan. <laughs> oh, okay. wow. yeah. Stop this. <laughs> Stop this. Cut off the beard, Donovan, and just stick to the goatee. Stop this God, madness. This <laughs> oh man, this is Lemon Pepper, Lemon Lemon Pepper Will, and who else? You tell me. I have no idea. It kind of if looks you don't like... know, then I'm just saying you. <laughs> no. Lou Will and who else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it Rondo? No. Who can this be? <laughs> I see Lou Will clear as day, but the eyes and that fat ass nose is throwing me off. I have yeah, no not, idea who I'm this is. I'm not sure. I'm not I sure. I am stumped. Listen, I got, I got what I asked for, and now I can't handle it. 
<laughs> Keep thinking uh, on it. Because I forgot and I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, like I see that it's clear as day facial structure of Lou Williams. But aside from that, I don't know oh, who I remember this now. is interiorly. His you guys fo- give up? His forehead looks a little different. I I give up. I give up. Yeah, I give this up. This is Lou Williams and Eric Gordon. Ah, I was I was on the. T- okay. uh, I was about to say this looks like some fat lights can do. Damn, <laughs> I never would have got this one right. Yeah, I would have never. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say Ray McCollum, bro, from Sacramento Kings a couple years a uh, long ass time ago. <laughs> so deep random. Cut. Yeah, deep. All right, next one. Ew, God. this is. People this aren't even crime. trying on these. This is terrible. This is a crime. This is terrible. <laughs> no, this is a horrors beyond your comprehension. This, yeah, this, this is, is a, a crime, yo. You know what this, this looks like? No, genuinely, we've said this a couple times, but this is the perfect description of Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. Perfect. <laughs> Head looks so slappable. It looks like a perfect light bulb, dude. <laughs> no, this is a failed experiment for sure. Well, listen. Listen, the entire internet knows that that's Richard Jefferson's forehead. So it's and Richard death. Jefferson, and then you got to go with Channing Fry on yeah. the bottom. Channing Fry has always had a little bit of a long neck, for sure. Nice teeth, too. This is Channing Fry, for sure. This is Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson, correct. Yeah. All right, one more. Next one. Nah, Who is this? That's, this is wild, uh. too. This is wild, too. Why are Jeremy Lin's eyes like this, man? Why are we? He why looks are like we doing he's high thing? as shit. That's what he looks like, bro. <laughs> But his, but his like actual eyes aren't red. It's just the stuff around his eyes. His eyes are deep too, bro. <laughs> he just has a big and small. Like his face is big and small at the same time. It's just disastrous. <laughs> big and small at the same yeah, time. It's disastrous. This is Yuta Watanabe and Jeremy Lin, right? <laughs> no, it's not Yuta Watanabe. <laughs> oh shit, uh, Mo, I, Mo, listen, I'm gonna say this right now before your next guest. Just don't, just okay. don't, don't just name okay, Asian I got people. Don't even say I got, I got don't it. Just name I got Asian it. people. <laughs> okay, Jeremy Lin and who? Who's gonna be like? Who's gonna be like Jeremy Lin and Yao? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is, is this it? is Jeremy Lin and Yao. Oh, <laughs> no, this is so racist. Yo. This is Yo. so racist. <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. I would have yo, I would have never guessed that shit. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. It was, it was nah. exactly what you thought it was. I was trying yeah. to be an ally. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm dead. <laughs> Shout out to oh my Jeremy, god, that's bro. funny. Alright, next thing we got. We're gonna do we're going to guess the NBA player based on their all-time teammates. Ooh, yes, sir. Wow. You got these four, Mo? Yeah, I got these four. So this is a TikTok wow. that we ran a couple months hurt. ago. And we're going to – you got to – you got to – you got to – you got to describe what type of cheeks hurt, man. But anyways, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and run this TikTok back based off of – I'm trying to send the names through so it's easier for you guys to see, but my – this shit is not cooperating, but whatever. I'm just going to repeat the names. You guys need help. Okay. All right. Guess the NBA player based off of their all-time teammates. Okay, right. let's go. Let's go. So at the point guard, you got Drew Holiday. At the two, Joe Johnson. Three, Paul George. Four, Giannis. Five, Cat. Mm. Cat, Paul George, Giannis. Yep, Joe Jeff Johnson. Teague? Damn. 
You a Jeff T? You a Jeff T fan, huh? He's been hey, watching, watching the podcast. podcast. He's been I've been watching, watching the podcast. podcast. <laughs> Jeff T, come join the Deep Three. Let's go. Let's have you on this podcast. <laughs> we are fans over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I, I only remember this because I just saw the clip of him talking about Jimmy Butler on that on that Timberwolves team and how he was busting their ass in practice. <laughs> <laughs> only reason it came to mind. This man is the most honest player alive, bro. And we love it. All right. Hilarious. Next, we got. D Rose, D Wade, Luau Dang, Bam, and Joel Embiid. Oh, it has this to be Jimmy Butler. It has to be Jimmy Butler. Easy. Thank God, Joe. That's an easy one. Okay. All right, Too cool. Easy. It's easy. All right, next we got CP3, James Harden, RJ Barrett, AD, and Jokic. Wait, wait, CP3. James Harden, R.J. Barrett, A.D. AD Jokic. and Jokic. It is this Rajon Rondo? No. Um, no, Rondo never played with Jokic. Yeah, he never played with Jokic, huh. and he is, never played with this, R.J. Barrett too. Is this Alvin? No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. This is DeAndre Jordan. I mean, technically speaking, it actually could be. But it wasn't the side that I was leaning towards, but he was on, you know, he's, saying, he's the, played the same with all team of as Austin. You're right. This could be DeAndre. Is this Alfred Payton? No, it's not Alfred Payton. <laughs> That's a great no, that guess, is DeAndre though. Jordan. It's, it, it's not I DeAndre won. Jordan. I won. He, he's you are right. I can't say you're wrong. You're, it, okay, I was leaning one. towards. I'm yeah, sitting out. I got, if, my, I got my win. If there's Isaac, another one, who would you think? It's on you, Isaac. I don't know. Who else is in the a couple other players, but more specifically speaking, Austin Rivers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dungeon Jordan's a great guest, though. That's fantastic. When did fantastic. Austin Rivers play with AD? Uh, he, way back when he was a rookie. Like, uh. before they before they name changed. Okay. Yeah, it was a minute ago. A minute ago. All right, next up, we got John Wall. Russell Westbrook, Jimmy Butler, Sabonis, and Bam. Ooh. John Wall, Westbrook, Butler, Sabonis, and Bam. Okay. Hmm. Who's played with the least amount of people here? Probably Sabonis or Bam. Uh, It's probably Bam. Bam's been with the Heat his entire career, so we can kind of rule it down there. Well, Butler over there was probably a guy who played on the Heat. Okay. Hmm. Maybe John he was in the Wall? Heat and the Rockets because John Wall and Westbrook were both there. Okay. Or the Heat and the Wizards, one of those. Ooh, Y'all dissecting these transactions. I like that pathway. But also Sabonis <laughs> and Westbrook, so maybe he was on the Thunder. Is this... Is this Victor Oladipo? This is Victor Oladipo! Damn! Oh! Damn. When did he oh, play yeah, with John Wall? Uh, when John Wall got traded to the Houston Rockets. <laughs> yeah, they didn't actually. He didn't really, really play, play together. but like they were. Nah. Yeah, they, they Rockets were like fans were roster. saying John Wall, Oladipo, and Christian Wood was going to be a big three. I remember that vividly. Trenches, trenches, <laughs> hell. man. Yeah, hell. <laughs> Shout out to them fans, bro. All right. Next up, we got Russell Westbrook, Lou Will, Kawhi Leonard, David West, and Stephen Adams. Paul George. Paul George. Ooh, right? This is fast. Yep, fast. You need You're to fast. finish. Yeah. I'll be watching what, that what, podcast too. What, what gave it away? Paul George, come on our podcast. We are fans. <laughs> Once I heard David West, it was nailed in the coffin. I was like, oh, that's obviously Paul George. 
I'll say Clipper, 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 Dave West, Paul George. Facts. All right. We got one more. We got Damian Lillard, Wesley Matthews, Ingram, Zion, and LaMarcus Aldridge. CJ McCollum? Yeah, CJ McCollum. He played with nobody's entire career. <laughs> no <laughs> move, no movement. Yeah. You just listed two teams lineups combined combined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had no real motion in his square bro. That was the easiest one by far. <laughs> yeah. Team was team player with no mobility. <laughs> <laughs> he had two starting uh, lineups his whole career. Here's yeah, both of bro. them. He ain't had no experiences. <laughs> oh, That's man. nice. He sheltered. I, I That's think it. we got one more video in us. We're going to look back at some trades and say who won these trades. Donovan, I believe you have these written down for us. Yeah, I got them. This is the hook. What is the hook? Which team won this NBA trade? Gotcha. Which NBA team won this trade? Or looking back, which NBA team won this trade? All right. <clears throat> look. Dang it. I, I, you always well, I know how. Why do you look at the camera? Stop looking at the fucking no, camera. No, I'm not even looking at the camera. I'm looking at y'all. <laughs> Listen, I'll be stuttering sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Looking back, who won this NBA trade? Okay. Okay. So, you know, I had to put the Knicks in there. The New York Knicks, who received Carmelo Anthony and Chauncey Billups, or the Denver Nuggets, who got. Wilson Chandler, Raymond Felton, Danilo Gallinari, Mozgov, and the Knicks' second-round pick, and the Knicks' first-round pick, and a pick swap with the Timberwolves. Did any of those picks ever become Nikola Jokic? I'm assuming no, not, no. because I've never heard of that, so I'm going to say the Knicks. I guess the Knicks. The Knicks The Knicks gutted their roster and really didn't get much of the Mellow era, but a lot was made of the Knicks giving up too much. But the Nuggets really got a crock of shit. Like, nothing happened with any of those pieces. They were, weren't very valuable. So, I guess the Knicks, because they got some good memories with Carmelo Anthony. Facts, exactly. The, the the Nuggets were a hot pile of mid, bro. And they were one of the first teams' new era to submit into whatever a superstar wanted. So, for sure, Knicks. Yeah, the Nuggets were in hell for like six years after this. I don't think this trade did much for them. Yeah, exactly, bro. They were stuck. <laughs> All right. the The Orlando Magic, who traded... Yeah, okay. The Orlando Magic, who traded uh, Nikola Vucevic, Al Farouk Aminu, to the Chicago Bulls for Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter Jr., and two first-round picks. The, Magic the Orlando swept. Magic robbed the, the Orlando Magic robbed the Bulls. This was a highway robbery, gun to the chest, give me all your fucking money, and they gave it to him. Facts, exactly. Yeah, Orlando Magic <laughs> hit this ten out of ten, bro. Like, there's no, there's. If you're a Bulls fan, you're just straight up depressed. Point I'm blank, not break. you have nothing. I'd rather have Wendell Carter than Vucevic today, and two first round picks. It was honestly a baffling deal. Why did the Bulls do this? And one of them picks could have been Franz Wagner too, bro. God, this is sick. Oh my God, Wendell Carter lost and Franz Wagner on, for Vucevic. Yeah, lost out on two potential All Stars in the future. Crazy. If I was a Bulls fan, my spirit to live would be very low at this moment. It yeah, would bro. negatively affect my life outside of fandom. Hey, they gave it all up just to be the first seed for a couple of weeks in the NBA or a couple <laughs> of days in the NBA. It must have been worth it. it. Remember, thirty first champions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, next one, next one. So the Thunder sent Paul George to the Clippers. And in return, the Clippers sent Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, a 2021 uh, first-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick from the Heat. Then they sent, what is this, 
three more first round picks and two pick swaps. Sam Presti needs to be put in a museum for being the world's greatest swindler. It does not make sense how good he is at ripping off teams. Five first round picks, two pick swaps, and they got Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, they they robbed him. They robbed him. Just for the Clippers to be the biggest failure of the 2020s. Unbelievable. You're telling me they got almost a quarter of all the league's picks. On top of that, a future star. This trade only makes sense if you put it through my league and king of the fourth quarter was behind this shit, bro. No way this is real. <laughs> In the moment, I understood it because like they were basically trading for Paul George and Kawhi because that's the only way Kawhi was going to come. But honestly, looking back, Shea is just as good as Paul George now, basically. There's, there's no way you can say anything but the Thunder won this massively. It's a fleece. It's a fleece. All right, Facts. next one. Next one. Listen, this one, hindsight, though. listen, this one was controversial when it happened. The Pacers traded Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, the Pacers traded Demonis Sabonis and a second-round pick for Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Hill. This trade is a I win-win, s- but I think Tyrese is genuinely the better player. Both made the play. Well, one of the Kings made the playoffs finally, but... I'm going to lean towards the Indiana Pacers. They're going to see a greater outcome in the future because of this, because they have the better player. Simple. Yeah, me too. Good for the Kings. They got what they wanted. They wanted to be competitive, make the play and race. They did that and more. They were a good team last year. So in terms of what they were looking for in short, short-term success, they won. But the Pacers have so much better of an outlook for the next decade building around Tyrese than the Kings do building around Sabonis. Facts. I'm, exactly. I'm, going, I'm going with the Pacers. But the Kings finally ended up building something that was non-existent and that was aura and vibes <laughs> they have culture <laughs> they didn't yeah. have that with and tyrese I guess, it, bro. I guess it unlocked fox too which is a win so it's not the, the, the kings didn't get fleece or nothing but i'd rather have halliburton still it's close gotcha all right all right next one sam presti again the oklahoma city wow i said that very weird the houston rockets traded chris paul three first round picks and two pick swaps <laughs> For Russell Westbrook, who won? This is so Bro, weird. The Thunder got the better player and a bunch of picks. That's absurd. Yeah. I can't believe that the Rockets let James Harden convince them to go out there and give up everything for Westbrook just for it to fucking burn out a year later. It's crazy. Sam Presti, again, you should be studied in history books for many, many, He's many years scammer. to come. He's a scammer, bro. <laughs> That's only going to make sense, bro. No, we need uh, the FBI at his house. He's doing something that can't be kosher. Yeah, I don't bro. know what he's doing to make this happen, but you tell me it you, doesn't make sense. You're telling me you're rebuilding while also semi-contending and instilling good culture and good and just good habits for a young team? You're t- this is crazy. He this just knows crazy. how to identify suckers. Over and over again, he gets the best player in the draft. <laughs> over and over again, he gets the best player in the trade and a bunch of picks. Like He knows where the morons are, and he finds them every time. He smells blood in the water. He's if Sam Presti is calling your phone... Yeah. Reevaluate self, reevaluate yourself, and block him immediately. Yeah, if Sam Presti <laughs> calls you. You got to go do some like math problems or something. Go find a workbook to hone you your IQ. Find, you need to go do some soul searching, my boy, because it's serious. You're <laughs> an easy a, look. Go do a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> go enroll in summer school at a local yeah. middle school. <laughs> All right, last last one. The New Orleans pet. The dang it! Wow, I keep saying them backwards because like who's sending who's sending where? But yeah. the Los Angeles Lakers. Sent Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and several first-round picks for Anthony Davis. Who won? Oh, man, this I, is tough, but the Lakers won a championship. 
Thank you. But this shit not tough. It's not, it's not tough at all. The Lakers ran away with this. They got the better player. They got a champion. True. They got a championship out of it. And that's all that matters. We are playing for yep. championships, and that's what matters. But the they did get a big ass hole. They, yeah, the, the draft picks have done very little for him, and they let Lonzo Ball walk the next summer inexplicably. So I don't like they lost the one of the most appealing parts of the trade because they didn't want to pay him. It's on their own accord. Like it's easily the Lakers. Just talking about the trade within itself. Fuck whatever happened with Lonzo Ball. I think that they did as good as they could possibly do. And I'm just talking about I'm looking at the trade from face value. They did good. I think the Lakers did better because they fucking won at the end of the day. But Looking at what they got back, fourth overall pick. They got that from, I think they traded, they ended up trading back with the Atlanta Hawks and they chose Jackson Hayes, which is dumb as hell to do. But regardless of the hell, regardless of the fact, they still got that pick. So good haul. They could have had Darius Garland and they traded back to take Jackson Hayes. I know, but Hayes. that didn't, that didn't make any sense though, because that wasn't even a topic of discussion because they had Drew Holiday and fucking Zoe. So it didn't, like, it's not even a thought process. And Darius was a qu- big question mark in college too. So it was like, he wasn't at that range. No, he was the fourth pick. He was not a big question mark. They were just dumb as hell. <laughs> No, he was a question mark because he didn't fucking play in college. He went four. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Smart teams realized they should have picked them. They were just stupid. Yeah. They had it Jackson all. Hayes. I fucking loved. Yep. I fucking loved that Drew Holiday, JJ Redick, and Lonzo Ball era, bro. Shit was immaculate. Perfect team around <laughs> Zion. Yeah. So Lakers won because they won the championship. The Pelicans had a good opportunity with that haul, but did nothing with it. So they lost easily. Right. That's all I have, though. That's all I have. And that's all we wow. have. This episode is over. If you're still this... here, comment. Wait, no, no, no. I got it. You... I got it. No, I got it. I got it. If you are still here, comment. Who is Pepe Sanchez? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. Right, yeah. That's better than what I would have said. Shout out Pepe Sanchez. This episode's over. 300K, we out.